Now entering Nerdist.com. You made it weird. You made it weird. You made it weird. Oh, yeah. You made it weird. You made it weird. Yes, you did. You made it weird. Oh, yeah. You made it weird with Pete Holmes. What's happening, weirdos? This is uh, Dave Juskow, who is just one of the most funny, naturally talented people I, I've recently met. He's, he's a dear friend of Sarah Silverman and Steve Agee, and uh, they, they were on the uh, HBO show that we're taping, and, and uh, I just fell, fell in comedy love with Dave. So I was eager to get him on. Um, I think you can maybe even tell this is the first one I've recorded since we've wrapped, and I just felt so much more brain space to uh, kind of get back into the groove, and, and that was a nice feeling. And I'm back here in L.A. now, which is a, another nice feeling, and uh, I, I'm looking forward to lining up some, some great new guests uh, for the show. So thank you, as always, for listening. I hope you enjoy <laughs> Dave. Val's <laughs> <Nell's> coughing. <laughs> How dare you? I'm so sorry. I hope you enjoy uh, Dave Jeskow and the silliness that ensued uh, when we, we really just met on this podcast. Um, even though we did shoot together, but this was certainly the longest we got to talk. He cracked me up so much on set. I hope you enjoy. Nothing to plug. PeteHolmes.com has all the t-shirts and all the stickers and blah, blah, blah that you might need. <laughs> need. Want? That you might want. Nobody needs, uh, you know, a Petey is my homeboy t-shirt. You, you might want one. Uh, but all right. In the meantime, get into it. Enjoy. It's none of your business. I'm never not recording here for the rest of my life. I know, and it's nice and cool and comfortable, too. It's amazing. Thank you, Al. What's up? What about it? You want to adjust it? You want it more in my face? I want it more in my face. Oh, Jessica, don't drag it into the gutter, you <clears throat> salty dog. Sorry. You were saying that I went, I, I, I've never been here before. I went in the bathroom and you said you saw a Columbo. <laughs> That's how they decided who the murderer was. Because he's like, how'd you know where the bathroom was? Uh, it's uh, awkward, Mr. Columbo. <laughs> Why not just be like, well, how the hell did you know? It's well, not the door obvious. was ajar and I saw a tile. Yeah, but you see, see that's tile, like a, you know you can pay. I, I don't. I look it, when I go in. I focus straight ahead, so I'm never looking on. A, uh, I guess you could be a detective. You just well, like, I'm a Holmes. Yeah, oh. I'm actually very interested. <laughs> I like Sherlock Holmes. Oh, me as too. A character. I have a. I'm trying to do a cartoon uh, called Hey Sherlock, <laughs> which is uh, Sherlock Holmes. Is this real? Who, no, I swear to God, I, I'll follow you down. Any silly. Uh, no, fake I'm not kidding pitch. around. I pissed at the Comedy Central. They said no. I don't know why, because it's very brilliant. You mean they said nothing? No one says no. No, they said we're passing. <laughs> they made it quite clear, quite clear. Yeah, Dave, and they, we need to be clear about this. And they go, um, no. It, so it's about Sherlock Holmes, try, um, and he's the master of observation, uh-huh. but not the master of observational comedy, which drives him crazy, because he performs at the cellar all the time, because he's Sherlock Holmes, they give Esky give him spots. And David Tell plays Watson, and Watson's so good, it drives uh, Sherlock back to heroin. Uh, and they solve crimes in between the those opiates. spots. You went heroin. True homes. heroin. The yeah. real one. Yes. The real deal. Yeah, he's always looking for heroin. Well, that's a fun <laughs> idea. I know. Uh, it writes itself. <laughs> well. And everything's called like the case of the redheaded slut or something where, you know, somebody, <laughs> the prop a, comic shot. It's a comedian gets, uh, Sherlock Holmes. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. They keep giving him spots. He keeps getting booed. And they're like, hey, Sherlock, go back to your real job, you know. <laughs> don't so. quit. Is that even his job, though? I don't know. Is he paid? Nobody knows. I think he comes he liaisons. from money. I think he comes from money. Oh, that's well. Annoying. In that British one, do you watch the the Benedict oh, yeah, Cumberbatch yeah, yeah, yeah. one? Yeah, Benny comes. It, it, they, you know, Watson seems like we need a job today. 
Right. They do seem they to. They stay on top of him. But, you know, his brother is powerful, so they, he probably gives him some money sometimes. He seems to take care of him. Yeah. But he's just another. I'm interested. Like, comedians are like Sherlock Holmes in that it's a different type of alpha. Meaning, you know, you have like a quarterback man. Any idiot would go, he's strong and fast. You know what I mean? I'm not <laughs> right, putting right. it down. I'm the same no, way. No, I, I look at a quarterback, I go, strong and fast. But you look at, like, why are we fascinated with, like, Sherlock Holmes and comedians in a similar way? It's because they're, like, uh, alpha in a different way. He's the alpha of, like, I can slice you apart by noticing that there's mustard on your collar. You yeah. know what I mean? And a comedian is is alpha in how beta he is. He's so vulnerable. It's an excellent point. Thank you. About it like that. And I think we've hit our quota for excellent <laughs> points. Good night. The rest can be stupid. <laughs> you, uh, for those that don't know, tell people who you are because you do look like Gabo, and I want everyone, I want everyone uh, to know who doesn't know do. who you are. You look like Gabo. Hello, my name is Dave Juskow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't have to do that. Capricorn. Well, you're very welcome. We just met. Yes, we you're did. part of the ongoing people who were on the TV show. I know. And thank series. you so much. Well, I mean, it's a, it is not just so you great to be on the show, but it's also a big honor to be on this podcast because it's uh, – I know you know a lot of people that just absolutely adore it. Is that right? That, you know, I work at a regular office. Yes. Um, I'm interested in that because – And there's super- a new paralegal. Yeah. He's going to be so You're- psyched that I'm even bringing him up. You know, like this What's guy, his name? Like Cameron. And what are just, the first six digits of his phone number? Six, four, oh, shh. Um, <laughs> no, but he was like so excited. He's like, no, that's my favorite podcast. Really? So he's like, yeah, the old guy from my office is going to be on it. That's me. You know. <laughs> You're the old guy? <laughs> yeah, probably. Well, tell me your story. Well, first of all, I'm impressed by lawyers and, and uh, until recent events. It was always cops. I mean, I love I, – oh, God, it's a tricky thing. I still have like an inherent star-struckedness stu- uh, if I meet a lawyer or like a detective. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, I'm always kind of like, that. ooh. Do you, know, you understand? I'm not so sure about the lawyer, but I certainly understand a detective. A lawyer. <laughs> You're the precursor to the can. Yeah, um, the, where I work, it's all um, you know, real estate, and you have to question why anybody would ever want to get into that. Like, where are you in school? Where you're like, you know what's really interesting? Real estate law. I just don't understand where at your third year of law school, you're just like, this is stupid. But this is conf- <laughs> it's just, it's just It's so boring. <laughs> why didn't you put it together? You I, did. No, you, I'm not a lawyer. You're not. I just work what you, there. You, what do you do there? I am a securities filing specialist for hedge you're funds. You're Harvey Picard. <laughs> you're Harvey Picard. Is that what he used to do? No, you're uh, – who am, am I getting it wrong? I don't know. I, I file stuff American for the Slender. SEC. You know, that's Harvey Picard, but I you're didn't – You're Harvey Picard. I didn't know what he did. He was a genius comedian guy who, like, had a regular office job. Oh, is that oh, – And didn't yeah, feel the need to, like, completely – Spread his comedy legs and and, be, and become it, a night walker. It's kind of true. I is guess. that what I, is your what is your thinking on that? It it, it can't just be a lack of selling uh, Sherlock to you know Comedy Central, right? I mean, like, well, there, is there a choice? I, I've in been there? working just at an office for so many years. I just am just used to it. And then certainly, there's <laughs> your yeah. big art, and you know, lots of disappointment. Big years, years ago. You did get some disappointment. Sure. I wasn't trying to draw that oh, out. No, no, this no, isn't no, Barbara Walters. This doesn't bother me. I'll tell you why I asked, David, is because I pegged you so funny on the show the only time I broke the whole series. The whole no, I don't want to say series. That means we won't get picked up for a season. No, the I whole know. season. They told me, they told me the that. whole first season, we never broke. We never delayed the role. I, 
And then you come out, and you might have thought we were laughing at you because you had a silly. No, towel I, I on. didn't. I was just I nervous was that I was messing things up. Like no. I was, uh, that I was like really upset. Like that, no. you know, if you couldn't get you, through it, they, it, I'd be in trouble. Well, it wouldn't have been you. <laughs> That's very interesting. Well, it would have been me. That was fucking. Well, it up. yeah, but then you could have. I mean, if you were that kind of person, you'd be like I can't have him on the set. Oh, you know? yeah. What Certainly kind of that goes through my that? head. You can't. That's so sweet. That's the comedian. Well, also, you know. But you, was, let me finish that because oh, it's a comment. Sorry. You just kept coming up, and you just the way you did it and the choices you made were so funny. And this is so I was like, this guy's clearly a I'm genius. Blushing. He's so funny. <laughs> He's so natural. And therefore, I wrote a narrative in, in my brain. This is what human beings do. We go, he works in a law office, and he's, a, he's an incredible. So therefore, I was like, ah, he's like Picar. He's doing it deliberately, like a, like a life <laughs> thing. Like, I don't want to. Like have cocktails yeah, with Colin Hanks. I, I want to be a guy. Well, the funny thing is, I do have cocktails with Colin Hanks. Well, not him. But you know what I'm saying? Sure. Like, yeah. Well, you your know, dear friends is Sarah, right? And, Sarah Silverman, right? Yeah. And, uh, and Steve Agee, and right. So I do. It's funny at my office. They they're amazed. Peacock. in the sense, right? <laughs> they're like, "What's the matter with you?" Like I remember once um, I went to Charlie Sheen's house the night he was the night he was replaced by Ashton Kutcher. On Two and a Half Men, and we watched it together. No. And then I came back the next week, you know, Monday, and they're like, what'd you do this weekend? Oh, you know, it's kind of funny, because I was actually... I mean, I, funny. I, I was thrilled to be... Because, I mean, it is hilarious. Are you waking... People in the office are very confused. Well, it's confusing, yeah. but it's interesting. Yeah. It's very interesting. How does it make you feel? Are you getting up on that Monday like, fuck, I should still be with Sheen? It used to be that way that I used to get upset, and now I'm so far into it, it doesn't bother me in the least. I think it's really funny, and you know, my life is just different at night than it is during the day. You're a superhero. It's kind of I you guess, have an like alter that. ego. <laughs> yeah, you go and you pass it, as, it a, is as, a, weird. as a legal yeah. clerk. Yeah, I mean, it's like I I can. They're very nice to me at the comedy cellar, but I don't really do that much comedy. But they let me sit at the comics table, which is a big to do, you know. I agree. And um, you know, so there, I you know, I'm sitting with you, and you it know, used to be worse. Schumer, can we people agree? Like, it used to be worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You no. probably remember there was a time no, when it was, was really hard. hard. They well, I was banned there for a while, and then they bought me. Back. Why were you banned? I don't know. I can't remember. Come on, <laughs> you were banned. Was but liquor involved? Uh, was Sheen there? Yes. Why were you banned? <laughs> I you don't have I to tell me. No, no. I, I, I never mind telling. I am I no, should also tell you if I was like you this on stage, out, I'd be very. Oh no, no, I would never ask you to do that. <laughs> we can. Um, um, I like to talk about stuff. Oh, I'm open book, but not on stage, and that's the problem. That's interesting. I, I have trouble. I hide behind imitations and stuff. Yeah, and then but oh, you have a, at the bar. I'm hilarious. You have a maple leaf. <laughs> A maple leaf style evolution, meaning some points are farther uh, ahead than others. You know yeah, what I mean by weird. that? I, the I, veins I, of a maple leaf. Yeah, your stand-up is know. one of the. But shorter... I'm thinking of this maple leaf cookie. Ooh, child! <laughs> tell me, uh, tell me what happened. You were drinking slippery liquor. Uh, no, I, I bought these two girls in that were really a mess, and Esty uh, still remember. I thought she forgotten, and I thought maybe I was crazy that I was bad. And then she's like, "No, it's those girls you bring in. They're not good." <laughs> And I'm doing a horrible imitation, but um, <laughs> she was right. And then, um, wait, what did these women do? You can't I, just they were bring just drunk and loose, you know, drunk women into a club and be banned for life. I think they were making trouble. I guess I don't know. That's... I'm not exactly sure because I guess I was a little loaded too. <laughs> they were these girls from Florida, and then the next day, um, I bought them to um, 
Chinatown for dim sum with my gay friends, and they made a no skank rule from after that. Uh, because day. of them. Yes. <laughs> so these were, uh, as you say, skanky, skanky folks. No, they were really hot and nice. I'm still friends People with them. People love skanks. <laughs> I know. Skank they, sounds so degrading. But they were but, you a know, little skanky. Let a few skanks <laughs> loose into a party. Everybody perks That's up. The way I look at it. I mean, then, you know, we came, me and Atel went out with them afterwards. We went dancing and everything. We had a great time. See, but this is the thing. It didn't work out well in the You're comedy You're hanging club. with Sheen. You're hanging with Atel. You're hanging with Artie. And then and I have to see- go to work the next day. <laughs> it is funny. I, you know, when when Attell was drinking, we'd be out till all hours. It was a nightmare. Thank God he stopped drinking. Yes. Yeah. On his birthdays, I mean, we, I, I would never be able to go home because I'm a friend who, on anybody's birthday, I'm there until you tell me I'm allowed to leave. <laughs> and ah. then we'd go to after hours. And I remember there was one after hours on 28th and Madison. And I just went to work right after. It was, eight, it was 8.30 in the morning. I had to be working like Drunk. 9.15. Drunk. Well, whatever I was, yeah. You can't remember what you did with the skanks. You can't remember what you did at work. Yes, you were drunk. I was drunk. You went to work drunk. Well, I was trying to get better because I needed to sober up to go to work. You had coffee and slapped your face a few times. But they were also – my my employees, they get it, so they're always – they think it's hilarious. So you're the okay. car. It's funny. So. You're the comedian guy. That you're, it's funny that you smell like Wait, Who was the guy that played that? Was it? It was Giamatti. Oh, damn it. I look just like him. You don't. You look like Nick Cage. Thank you for saying that because I told you, I think the other day, it was you're with some Cage. girl, Our really pretty girl, <laughs> and she's like, you look like Paul Giamatti, which is really not a great compliment for anybody. Sure. And um, unless you're Paul I'm like, oh, that's a horrible thing to say. And she goes, no, 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 it's good. You you look Italian. And I'm like, she's basically saying, you don't look that Jewy. That's what she was saying. <laughs> that's when you tell like Chelsea Freddy's bit. You look like Natalie Portman. And that's not what her bit is, but it's like the softest, least Jewish looking Jewish. Right, person, right, I guess, right. Is, is, is her point? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but okay. But I knew that girl hated Jews. It's okay. But Paul Giamatti, I think, is a is a compelling. <laughs> <laughs> is a compelling looking person. Yeah. You know, I. Well, he's that- also a cool. He's also very cool. Yeah. He's Paul fucking Giamatti. Yeah. It's like Steve Buscemi. Yeah. You know, if you weren't a famous actor, maybe you'd be like, uh, what a strange... But you look at him and you're like, I get it. Marilyn Manson. Same type of left of Have center. you ever hung out with him? Marilyn Manson? Yeah. I'm assuming you have. No, no, I haven't. I was just wondering what he was like. Maybe he's like... He's going off of When photos. you talk to him, like, maybe he's just He looks cool. like Paul Pfeiffer. I, I mean, <laughs> remember... I, I hung out with Rose Byrne. Was it Rose? No, 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 no. Who did he go out with? Not Rose McGowan? Was that the oh, one? Oh, yeah. She was smoking and she was dating, hot. Yeah, smoking hot. God. And the, she was dating the editor of Maxim Magazine. I need to slow down and just remember. She was, she was so, so hot. We you went don't to, see. It's like seeing a flamenco. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, you you don't even don't realize how pretty those. she is until you see her in person. She's even hotter and You cool. met her? Yeah. We were at a wet, I was. I used to write for Maxim Magazine. Get and out the, of my face. One of the editors that had his... We, I went to his wedding, and the editor was there, and he was dating Rose McGowan. No. And he was so funny because he was just like um, – he brought us over, and he goes, you can't believe I'm dating that girl. You know, like, yeah, right. Like he was still into it, and he's but like, that's yeah, like, she's wild. That's like <laughs> – But it's like I'd never met him before, and he's just – he can't wait to tell people. And that. get him aside. It's yeah. a girlfriend that you wish would just be like a few yards away so you could point at her and go, that's what I'm dating. That's what he did. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. that's the perfect but, and position And she was also her. dressed conservative. Like she was – was sure, it was great, you know, because she was dating Marilyn Manson before, and so you're like, you know, oh, how she's post Manson. I believe it was post Manson. How yeah. are you going to go in for post Manson? So to see her dressed conservatively was even hotter. Yeah, because you knew she was just doing it, and you know she's, you know, yeah, she's no. out there, man. You're, yeah, you know. no, hey. no. 
Yeah. <laughs> a little Sammy. Hard to follow the Manson, though. I'm just going to say. Yeah, I don't got think a I could candle do it. wax and a, a <laughs> yeah, cat of me. nine tails. I'm not that cool. Or what if he's just very standard? It's just like, well, that's why I was wondering if he was hung out with one? Yeah. I thought maybe he was at me. I thought maybe he's like no, that I, out of out of makeup and character. I don't. Do, I I was actually Val and I were just talking about this. We spend so many nights just kind of kicking it, just she and I. And I was like, this is going to sound kind of weird, but there are famous people, especially like we're not always in New York that we could kind of call up and hang out with. And and some of them are. Lo- they're all lovely. They're all people that I know. But it's never. We've never been like sceny people. Like let's go to that opening or let's go well, to that art show. It's possible that with this series you might be. Become a sceny person? Who knows? I don't think it's so. The way it all, that's the way it works. What do you think? I'm going to next thing you know, I'm in a blazer next to the Wahlbergs? I don't think that could not happen at all. Can I, mean, I just yes. point out, by the way, that the guy who would break your arm for calling him Marky Mark produced a show called Wahlbergers. Huh? This guy just doesn't get it. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> you can make fun of me, but only in certain ways. Um, <laughs> that's the guy who's in Ted, right? You don't know who Mark Wahlberg yeah, no, no, is? No, no, I do, but I, sometimes I mix him up with Matt Damon. He, uh, yeah. he was brilliant in Ted. Very, so I'm always going to let that go. If, <laughs> He's so brilliant. I love Matty D. Marky Wall is second. Uh, I don't know why I mixed them up. I guess they no, do because look a little similar, right? Yeah. Can I put this to you? This yeah. was a game we were playing on set. Who is another Tom Hanks? Oh, because somebody if, just if, mentioned If, it if Damon know. can't do it. Call Wahlberg. Right. If Wahlberg can't do it, you maybe maybe Brad Pitt or something. But they but like the funny action, good looking Boston guy. Well, there's also there's not two even of them. that. Yeah, yeah. We got two. There's two. Yeah. We got a deep bench. But of Matt that. Damon's like a more seasoned actor, though. You would say, though, right for sure. Than Wahlberg. Yeah. Oh, Boogie oh really? You'd, Boogie uh, needs. Boogie needs. Damn, that was good too. He was also. He is good. Damon does make more of a point to like prove, hey. You fucking take me seriously. Yeah. You know what I mean? Wahlberg is like kind of does more. He doesn't action. seem to care. But then he gets with Farrell. You know what I mean? Yeah. He does all right. sorts of shit. I heard that movie was really good. I didn't see it. But, but the, Daddy's Home? Yeah. Who told you that? The director of Daddy's Home? No. I didn't see it, but it was... <laughs> I didn't see it. I didn't see it. I shouldn't talk shit. I heard it wasn't good. No, the That's people. That's all I got. The people. Oh, really? Oh, it just looks so funny in the coming attractions. I, I thought guess. it looked fantastic. Yeah. That's, That's why I thought it was... It's possible nobody told me that. <laughs> That's why I noted that it was strange that it got like a 13%. Oh, yeah. It looked like the it. greatest movie of all time. I agree. I was yeah. like, I'm in. I have a hard time believing that any movie Will Ferrell is in isn't a masterpiece. I agree. And I, I'll even He's like a... strange a, dude. I'll like a feral like a like a not that like everything must go isn't like a very big will ferrell movie i didn't see that one and i don't know if people liked it but i liked it just because it's him yeah and sometimes i like when guys like that do a little more serious me too yeah that's why i used to i didn't really care for robin williams but i actually liked when he was serious i thought that was uh, more interesting. serious williams yeah you got to get a serious williams <laughs> you haven't been there will you haven't been there it's not your fault are you, are you doing? I'm Robert trying Williams? to. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah, Did, was he British? It sounded and good I didn't in here. know. I was just lovely. It just, sounded like you're doing just, one of the Beatles. Just lovely. <laughs> I can't do it. Oh no, no. Now that sounded more. It like was it. good. Yeah, no. I didn't let you finish it. No, no, no. I was talking. It over. was bad. I talk a lot. <laughs> I'm glad. I don't want to talk too much. I need a day off. Oh well. So tell me, what were we talking about? Oh, famous and sceny people yeah. and Wahlberg. I don't think I. Well, it, first of all, you're. Girlfriend or I'm a Valerie. She's just girlfriend right now. Right? Yeah, 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 um, yeah, she's yeah, lovely. Yeah, I just met her Sunday. She's, she's so nice, and you guys are great together. If people don't get it, it's like a sociopath test. It's like one of those stories where you're like, and there's a hammer, and there's a woman, and there's your dad. What do you do? And like, depending on your answer, they yeah. can tell you're a sociopath. I just go, this is Valerie, and if they go like, 
Huh. I'm like, oh, you're you're a crazy person. Yeah, right. Because who would say that? <laughs> who would say that? She's like the well, most that. delightful person. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. Well, they thank you. Like, who honored. would say that about you? You know, that would be some idiot. Like, oh, that guy's uh, he's crazy. Oh, that's fun. I I worry. I, that's what I was going to say. If I can just please um, on the set of your show, you are the star of the show. You're the producer of the show. I've never I've done a couple of you know TV shows and stuff. I, I've never seen the star and the producer be so calm and <laughs> polite. You know, to, to oh, I like this very much. Yeah, and. Just, on the record, yeah, yeah, yeah on let the, it set it straight. <laughs> well, it's amazing. I was kind. It was hot. You do long hours. You never complained. Uh, I've never seen anything like it. Oh. I've certainly done Sarah's show, and it's the opposite. <laughs> Talk about prima donnas. <laughs> I, you know, she was I, yelling at everybody. I am. Fa- I know you're doing a bit, obviously, but I was am, I. Was it tense? <laughs> I don't know. You tell me, Jask. Is it J U S? J U S. Jask. Jask. Not Jask. Jusk. Jusk. So, Jusk, you tell But me- I couldn't care less what anyway. <laughs> Jusk, if that's our thing and you call me Jask, I love it. But whenever people would be like, you're so nice, I'm like, what are other people doing? And I'm not saying that with, like, false modesty. I'm literally very curious, what is it like? Let's say, like, Bill Maher has a reputation for being a bit, like, testy or whatever. What's it like on his show? Is he, yeah, but like, that's okay like, because you're you expecting it. You're yeah, expecting sure, it. So, sure. you know, that's the kind of guy he is. That's the kind of comedy comedian he oh, is. Oh, he's your dear friend, so too? No, 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 not at all. No, I'm afraid. Uh, he actually, I um, like him so much. Like, I like his comedy and I like his show that I haven't been able to talk to him. I have friends that write on the show and everything. Oh, and, wow. You know, we've got You're afraid of it. high together or something, you know. And, yeah. Um, you no, and the writers. Just, um, no, with him. With like, Bill Maher. Yeah. And I just can't he's speak in sweetie. front of him. Uh, I, I heard uh, from somebody else. <laughs> yeah. No, I just can't. Um, you know, he makes me nervous. Interesting. Because uh, I, I would know. be afraid to talk. He seems to smart. I've seen Bill Maher <laughs> yeah. at, a, at a party one time, and I did not. Approach. You don't want to say the wrong thing. It's like yeah. if I didn't know Jeff Ross, yeah. I probably wouldn't even like look at him because yeah. he's going he's gonna to rip me a new. But those of, uh, those of you out there that haven't met Jeff Ross, if you do see a loose Jeff Ross, just like a wild Jeff Ross, go approach. He's could be no, sweet, don't sweet as pie. No, he is. But, sweet um, as pie. He might you know, make fun of your shirt yeah. or something. But, but like, he does. You're happy that he does it. <laughs> Isn't that's it funny even... that that guy makes fun of people? No, <laughs> he looks like the turtle. That's the drawing test. Can you draw me? <laughs> he does look. You know like what I mean? That. It's like I can. I can draw Jeff Ross. I am fascinated by him. I mean, I see him on stage. He's wearing a T-shirt. His belly's hanging out. I he know. does not care. But you told and me I... that he gets uh, skanks. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm no. going to stop saying skanks. That was just a no, yes answer. <laughs> but he gets he gets beautiful women, which I the do most not call skanks. I, I want to be had. very clear. <laughs> I... He was dating the most. I do not call woman. women skanks. <laughs> well, of course, our favorite album, Skanks for the Memories. Sure. Uh, <laughs> that album Tell. scares the hell out of me. <laughs> that was when I was like, oh, I'm not a saloon comedian and I never want to be right? one. I know. How that good sounds is like he? the worst crowd ever. And he goes out and fights them. And that's I don't know his how, album. I, I think that's why I kind of gave up. And it's like, you know, I, I would, once a year, I usually go on the road to go see him. I remember I was in Atlanta once with him. And uh, the crowd's just, they're yelling out racist stuff, and yeah. he just quells them. I don't yeah. know how he does. Did I use that no. word right? I don't I mean, know. He, well, do you mean he like, calms he them? Ca- he puts them in their place, yeah. and the audience loves it, and there's no trouble, I've, and I've, you think there's going to be trouble, and he just knows he's so quick. He, it's like there's got to be an animal that's like him, like a, a very cool-blooded like platypus that sees bears fighting. And he's just like, I'm just going to go up and smoke a cigarette and tell him to sit down. And like they do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, he just Because he's a small guy. It's not like they're afraid that he's going to attack them. No, absolutely I'm not saying not. small, but you know, he's not like a giant bear person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he goes up and he likes that. Some people like that. I, I'm cutting my special together now. It's, it's like the most safe, friendly space ever. 
It's just people that are they're happy. Like anytime we cut to the audience, it's just like the happiest, oh, that's friendliest the people. And that's what I've worked my whole career for. Did you film that in Los Angeles? Chicago. Oh. And then Dave, on the other hand, was like, I want to stay in Mordor. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing comedy for the orcs. They need entertainment. And I was like, you don't have to, Dave. I You're know. famous. He doesn't understand. But he doesn't want that. We talked about a little bit what a strange bird Dave is. Yeah. And you were like, oh, he doesn't really open up. He did all that sort of stuff. But like, but when he does. But there you, know, you are. The what's, your, what's your deal? You're such a... I, maybe I have you pegged wrong. No, but you like, don't. I Everybody... find it interesting that you you're you're a ham and egger, as <laughs> as Steve Agee uh, said. Like yeah. you're like a salt of the earth, good person that clearly people love hanging around. A good it's... vibration. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, there is. Yeah, that's very nice. But then you pick. Then the people you pick, interesting choices. <laughs> I'm not saying bad choices. No, no, but like, I you know. Do I like different wild. kinds of people. Well, you pick Sarah, who's very, uh, you know. Hey, she picked me. Did she? No, I don't know. <laughs> how, did, how did that happen? We talk about the first day we met. I was playing a video game, and um, and she's like, hey, uh, this is like 1990, and I was already retired from comedy, even though like, I always kept – I always I had my foot in, but I would never do it. She just goes, hey, I hear you're really funny, and I'm like, yeah, thanks. And she's like, um, how come you don't do it anymore? And I'm like, hey, I'm right in the middle of a game. What were you playing? I think it was Breakout, or the, you know, that one oh, with the bricks that yeah, you got to yeah, hit yeah. with the ball. You are a, like pong. You work in a legal yeah. office. Like, I was playing Minesweeper. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Something as lame as that. Snake. Okay, so yeah, nineteen ninety, and she was like, you're really funny. Yeah, well, she heard I was funny from other people. Interesting. You know, yeah. Most people, I, I, and you clearly deserve everything you've gotten and more. We'll get to the, I wrote down the word disappointments, by the way. Oh, I was yeah. like, let's get to the disappointments. <laughs> but you deserve That's it. But like, disappointment. You got it from being a, a dude. Yeah, I guess. Like the Big Lebowski. It's just like a guy that people like. And that's an interesting quality. Steve Agee is similar. You and Steve are in a scene with Sarah. And the reason for that is there's this world of people. They are not – this is going to sound passive-aggressive – not mooching at all. They're just the type of people that people like Sarah love to be around, effortlessly funny, calm. You know what I mean? Like they, yeah. there's no sudden movements that's going to make a horse – you know, kick up and drop you off the back. It's very nice. And then very, very, very hilarious and talented. He's more calm, I think. I tend to talk too much sometimes. Which is great. Sarah always has to be like, all right, take it down a little. I'm like, really? Shut up. So you met and then what? Tell me that tale. I don't know. We just... um, Because you ended up on her program. uh, Yeah, yeah. But I mean, we've just been friends for so long. And she, you know, the guy who died, Harris Whittles, they wrote the episode for me. Which was mean? like really nice. He they wrote it like you know for me like it's Harris just, wrote it. For yeah, you. yeah, 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 yeah. And um, so I was like, I want to put Just Go in something. And no way. Yeah, yeah, it was really, really nice. And then they even submitted me for an Emmy that season with uh, it was from that season. The special guest stars were me. Ed Asner and Andy Samberg. <laughs> oh my God! And they submitted How's you for that? an Emmy. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, I didn't. You know, they didn't nominate. But, uh, but and the it, weird part was that um, after September 11th, I was like, Emmys are stupid, and like because they kept saying we're going to postpone the Emmys. I'm like, yeah, you should postpone the Emmys because nobody cares about the Emmys after September 11th. Right. And then they kept postponing, and they're like, well, we're going to make it in October now. I'm like, and then we bombed Afghanistan, and they're like, all right, we're going to not do it this week. We're going to make it next month. And I'm like, just stop. You know, you can take like the Academy Awards. They didn't do it because it was World War II. That's we can stop so... Jennifer Aniston doesn't need another Emmy. You, nobody so... cares. We're at war. Ah! And then and then they just did it. And I'm like, I hate the Emmys. If I was ever nominated, I swear to God. So Sarah and I heard lunch one day. She goes, oh, by the way, they're submitting you for an Emmy. Really? Uh, you know, I said, oh, what a phony I was. Uh, I was so excited. No, I screamed like a little girl. It. That's it. <laughs> I guess I 11th, knew. 
knew, and then I thought, no, I'm going to hold my ground. And then as soon as she told me, I, I mean, it was just so uh, a, a reaction. That, of course. That's every. Really? I feel like that's every actor. Everyone looks dumb, and then I when you get it, different for me. Everyone I've known that won some sort of award, uh, with the exception of TJ, who does feel the way he felt when he won it. He was like, "Yeah, that guy's the real deal." Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, <laughs> right. "This is silly," yeah. and then they had him host. I think again, <laughs> figure. which is amazing. But then uh, I think most people I know are like, "Oh, I thought it was stupid," and then it felt like I couldn't yeah. describe. And I was just it. submitted. You know, I wasn't even nominated. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and I had my. You know, it's if I was nice ever going to win, submitted. I was going to like you. People are all phony. But I know that I would just conform and be like, I can't even believe this is happening. <laughs> How many people have gone up with a crumpled speech in their tuxedo jacket pocket that says, you people are phonies? Probably a All lot. All this is about advertising and fucking selling values and shit we don't and need or whatever moment, it was. And then you get up there and you're like, I want to thank Dave you know. <laughs> <laughs> I would never say that. <laughs> Why would you? Know? No, but I'm interested because most people... <laughs> Most comedians, and 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 I consider you successful. I know you have this day job, but well, you're a successful comedian. You're, things are more happening now. For which is great. Uh, your show helped a lot. You know who broke even. late? Giamatti. All right, there oh, we Jesus go. There Christ. it is. Put it right in your pipe. But yeah, here you are on our show and all this yeah. wonderful stuff. But uh, most people, most people that I talk to, you know, they go the the intern route. They they do MC work. They then they start middling doing yeah. well, stand up. Well, I certainly did all that. You did, yeah, sure. I I, I thought you retired on stage. in nineteen ninety. I always said I was retiring. Every <laughs> performance was my last performance at the Boston Comedy Club, my home. Yeah, club. yeah. I used that's you know where we all. Met kind. Of, I mean, I met Atel way earlier, but um, yeah. that's where we all used to meet and hang out. And I used to perform there all the time. Mm. And uh, I used to. My theme music was uh, "Sexy MF." Uh, I wasn't sure if we can curse. On you can the, say "motherfucker." The sexy motherfucker. You from can't Prince. say "shit," "piss." Or, oh, okay. Or but cock, motherfuckers, but motherfuckers. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I used to come up to that. Da, 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 like that was my theme when I'd go on the Boston. I used to MC there. And I used to do spots or whatever. I mean, no way. I, I loved it there. I absolutely. So you were you were paying the dues? Yeah, absolutely. Again, I'm just trying to find you. I'm like, are yeah. you the guy that was just such a cool hang that they were like, let's put him in the show? It was it was different. You were doing. There spots. was a lot, but it, you know, like if I had hung out more, like you know, I kind of I wasn't able to be there every day because. I like doing other stuff. And to commit to being a comic and to becoming successful like yourself or a teller sour for sure, because I know them better. Sure. They were out there every day. I mean every day, every yeah. night. Yeah. They went out. And I like to go to the Jets games or baseball and or the theater. But this might be And one they of... don't do any of that because they were concentrating. Right, sure. And I like doing other th- – I like being a regular person. You have other and, interests. And you can't have regular friends or do regular things – if you pursue comedy, but that's the right thing. That's the way it should be. In, but you I have think to, that might craft. be the the secret ingredient as to why you are maybe you're, you're so naturally funny and like so, like I said, calm and interesting. And maybe it's because you didn't like jump right into the deep end, like the rest of us addicts that were like, you have to do it every night. You have to do it every night. You start to run the risk of being completely unrelatable, and that might be why. There is something to that. I think people it's like were your always... special skill on your resume is like also a human being. You know what I mean? Like I, I go to Mets games. Yeah, that's the thing. I, I know Brewer used to say that all the time. He used to, yeah. he used to say, uh, he's like a secret agent. You don't know what he's up to all the time. That's but right. I, but it wasn't that's that. Fun. It was just going to work and doing regular stuff. There was nothing secret about it. It's just right. I wasn't there. And then I would do comedy so infrequently. And I would have – what would happen is if I had really good sets, I would just retire. 
<laughs> and my reputation got better. You know, like, is that was that deliberate, or we, sometimes it was I probably had, just I'm like that was great. Let's have a great time, and then I would just I wouldn't want to follow it. And then I know um, exactly what you mean. Yeah, and there then were, I would just yeah. I, like, six months later, maybe I'd come back do a show, and I'd go again until I had one of those sets, and I'd leave. No town. way. <laughs> yeah, so I think I got like you were a, building a mythology. It was an accident, but yes, I, I guess I was because so you know funny. I definitely had a I had a good reputation, you know, for doing well. I guess. And it's funny when a comedian kills sometimes it happens while you're killing. You're doing a bit and it's destroying and you're like, I can't follow this bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? I should have closed on this bit. But then I also know the feeling, especially starting out when you get off and you just killed. Everything was perfect. You went up, let's say seventh, if it's a long showcase show or third in a regular show or whatever, and you just you just hit it. Everything was right. Yeah. The guy before you or the woman before you wasn't so great. Or they were just kind so of okay, they're it. starving, yeah. and you go up and the music, and you play your, your Satan music, <laughs> and you go up and you crush. And then the second you go off, get off stage, you're just like, I can't let them see me again. <laughs> I know. Because that's what being a comedian, we were just talking about this, Val and I, includes so much humility. You have to eat so much shit. So it takes some of the false divinity away. Brad Pitt... When does Brad Pitt fail? Right. But if you want to see Louis C.K., who's agreed, look at any list, to be the best working comedian right now, or Seinfeld, or whoever you want to say, you can follow them, go watch them work out, and you'll see them eat shit occasionally. Yeah. Oh, sure. I don't mean bomb, but I mean right. not find it. Well, I mean, because that's part of the job is, yeah. is, is a constant. Well, especially somebody like Louis who's just doing new material all the time. Yeah, I mean, exactly. And the worst part about him is that now these. People that are starting out, they think that's a good idea. Bur- I do, do my material for a month and then I throw it out yeah. and I'm like, you're an idiot. It's like all these painters <laughs> that should have been painting vases are now just pollocking the canvas because, yeah. Louis, because right. Louis can. I know. And it's and like, no, you're not good at that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I'm, a, I, I'm a believer in a good like two-year two hour. I like a two-year hour. I, see, I'm still doing material from the 80s, so it's difficult <laughs> for me. This is why I can't seem to break through. But I've, I, it's weird. I've, I'm, I've been a good comic, but I'm still not a good comic. And I've been trying to do it more because it really gets you other things. And I will, I've ever, all I've ever wanted is to be on TV and mm. you know have a show. And that's all I've ever wanted. So comedy was, was unfortunately, I mean, definitely a stepping stone Letterman. for me. You're Letterman. Oh, that's what he wanted to. He hated he stand-up was comedy. Never desired. I, I love Letterman uh, because I, I really do love stand-up. But I yeah. I, I relate like a it. little bit to the Letterman model, which is like I did it because I wanted to host a talk show. And what yeah, the fuck clearly else Steve Martin do? was like that too. Steve Martin too. Yeah, Not, and I was like that, and it didn't kind of work. And so I keep, I still keep doing it because it really does bring other things. I mean, just. Hanging out at the comedy cellar alone I know. brings other things. It's cause funny because you... Judd and I, I think, are going to hang out tonight, and he's he's going to go up at the cellar. And there's part of me that wants to go up, and there's also part of me that wants to just be like, couldn't we? I'll just eat hummus. Like I'll just <laughs> hang out. I know because it's the it's the Jesco. That's you know it's that fear where I'm like, what if I go up and it's bad? But if I stay at the table, yeah, there's nothing I can't lose. I'm already a comedian. Yeah. It's like Kumail and I, when we were starting, and I really mean starting, in the first couple years of stand-up, we remember feeling guilty when shows would be canceled. But you loved it. You'd go to some fucking show. It, oh, was, that... Ly- it was Lyle, Illinois, and there was no audience. And we'd both be like, I hate to admit it, but I'm really happy. Oh, I was, was like, saying, it was just like um, baseball for me. I was glad when it rained because I was horrible at it. <laughs> like, That's it exactly the exact same it. Thing. Yeah. But if you sit at the table, you're safe. Yeah. And and there's nothing at risk. But when you risk, that's what makes stand up so great. If you do go up, if you do put a wire in between the the trade centers and walk across it, you get this incredible life reward. And we're we're forced out of our little it, shells. Exactly as you're saying, 
you know, I just got back in at the Comedy Cellar a couple of years ago because mostly because I know two women that can ruin this for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Well, they're from Florida. <laughs> they really, if you met them, you would say, "Oh my God, no more skank rule." Um, <laughs> they are. They know it though. They know. It. Um, anyway, uh, they know yeah. It. Do you know Lenny Marcus? Is that one of them? No. <laughs> no. Do you know who he is? Mm. And he's a comedian. So his so. his father died, mm. and I went to the funeral with Esty and Keith Robinson and Marina Franklin. You're dead, stupid. <laughs> is he, is he amazing. <laughs> what is just gal doing here? I'm doing Cosby, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> so it's Keith. Um, JK Keith. JK. Just um, looking for Burns. I think he understands. You get that. <laughs> but that's you're still, still going to get shit on yeah, him. Yeah, that's our Keith Robinson impression. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Um I went to the funeral of his father, and I was hilarious. I'm so good at funerals. I don't really? know why. I don't know why. And Esty was like, this guy's the funniest. We were in the car. I was Steve, this is you. I don't know why. I was really good at funerals. You're so. a movie. You're a movie. <laughs> and then she's You're like, the guy that kills at funerals. <laughs> I, I really, and your celebrity friends. I'm hilarious at my office. Yeah, I mean, hilarious. I bet. I bet. Um, I bet. But so then she was like, why doesn't Jessica play here? And like, she was talking to Rachel or Tell, and she's like, he... Why doesn't he do this? He's, you know, I, I, I don't know. You know, she keeps asking me, and I'm like, I don't want to blow it. You know, that's the one club I, I haven't, yeah. like, I got back in. I've been kicked out of every club in the in the city. You know what's funny, man, is there was, there was a podcast. That I actually edited this part out because it was so bad and weird. But I was talking to somebody that was like, I don't want to have kids because what if something happened to them? Oh, God. I would have edited that out, too. That's depressing. It's a very depressing idea. got to take that risk. But we're talking about the same thing. Certainly, there's different risks. And oh, maybe my God. You're right. And I just walked right into it. You're good at other risks. Like, certainly. And you take risks. I'm not, I'm not trying to I was in that towel. You. you were in a towel on, <laughs> on an HBO show. People are going to see you in a towel. Uh, I had to do stuff with my clothes off, too. Anyway, yeah. nothing yeah. major. No wanger. But I was willing to do wanger. Don't tell HBO. I'm very impressed you can by see that, the by wanger. the way. Go ahead. Who cares? You probably look good you know, without any clothes. I mean, <laughs> well, this came out all Maybe you could edit this part. <laughs> But we all have to make these choices. It's like, I'm very interested in the idea that we know what we like, right? But we're very bad at what we need. Like, we know what we like. We like uh, being entertained. That's been so proven over and over and again. Like, Netflix and chill. I'm so, I know that means fucking, but I just mean watching Netflix (laughs) is so compelling. In fact, when I was saying earlier, I was like, we don't go to gallery openings. Maybe we should, because a lot of times we're just watching Bob's Burgers on Netflix, you know? But we know we like being entertained. Sometimes we like to be educated. Uh, a lot of times we like to be like sexually aroused and we like to be fed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But the things that are missing that we need literally are like suffering, fear, some sort of triumph, some sort of risk and reward. But we don't like those things because we can just stay at home and eating pizza while jerking off and then watch a movie that we've already seen. Wait, are you making fun of Oh, Oh, you're just saying that. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I am not making Who fun told of you that? <laughs> I'm making fun of myself for sure. But like to me, it's all about the will. Like what, what motivates us to do the scary thing? Yeah. And for you, it's the idea of getting the, the other thing. Yeah, I don't – I mean they like me so much there. They've been so kind to me and you know, I'm not technically a comic you know, even though you know, I am considered a comic um, that I don't want to blow it. You're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah, you don't want to have a kid because it might get uh, murdered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. But you're right. That's – yeah. I don't know. But I'm very – like TJ did our show, uh, Crashing, and it was very interesting. I do not do it for uh, money and fame. I know that's what you're supposed to say, but I'm telling you the absolute truth. It's not for money and fame. It's because I like – I understand. Creating things and I like when telling the, stories. When and Rath all that called stuff. me and he said they're going to make you an offer, and I'm like, no, I can be anywhere in 10 minutes. I don't ah. even need 
<laughs> they don't have anything to offer. Because doing stuff is good. It's exciting. Making stuff is great. Mm-hmm. And But then TJ out-purified me one more click or maybe several clicks, and he was just like, I just like making people smile. Oh. Like, it was crazy. But I was interested because, you know, the Tony Robbins in me is like, always like, why do we do what we do? And sometimes we're kind of like, oh, it's for some reward later. And then someone like TJ comes in and like very cuts through it and goes, I just want to make people smile. I want to relieve your suffering now. I don't want a TV show later doing the set and risking that is because I want those people to be happier and to be entertained. And when you can get into that pure place where I do what I do because I do that, I make tables because I'm a carpenter and I do stand-up because I'm a comedian, uh, then we can get some of the fear to the side, I think. I never even thought about that. I just do it for myself because it makes me happy. So I guess but it's which a little is fine. rude. Don't even – no. Do not apologize for that. That's pure honesty. This is why people love you. <laughs> because it, that's totally – that's – when TJ said that, it, it shone a light on the part of me that's like, I do this because it makes me feel phenomenal. But he took that and, and turned it into a mirror and was like, I know TJ – gets off doing stand-up as well. It feels good. It can't not feel good to do well. But, like, it's interesting. When we tweak the the mainframe of the computer, like, really, why are we doing what we're doing? That can benefit us, maybe to the point where we stop being so afraid. I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just have to be more bold. But I, th- I feel like I'm... I don't know. I'm doing, a, I'm doing watch- the best. Well, you know what help is... Um, watching Daddy's Home? No, I'm uh, <laughs> Fuller House mostly, but... <laughs> Did you watch it? Yeah. Wait, are you la- what are you laughing at? This is the greatest <laughs> show. I watched every episode. I can't wait for next season. No. I don't know why I like it. No, I like stuff like that. I can't help I myself. Know why I like didn't it. think I was going to like it, but it's I do. It's nostalgia because they don't do it like that anymore. No, I just think they grew up kind of hot. That's all. <laughs> I'm an idiot. I can't help it. What do you want me to say? It's just, that's the real deal. I'm a pervert and I'm disgusting. You think I hate myself. the kids grew up hot? That's not why. No, it is why. That's why? Unfortunately, yes. I give you, I give you the out. I'm like, no, it's you because are. you I'm like Dave Coulier and you're like, no. No. Who? Which one? Which one? <laughs> well, I think the Candace kind Cameron? Of yeah, I think she's kind of She sexy. was always my favorite. <laughs> I always liked her on the show and I think Stephanie grew well, up it's unbelievable. Actually, it's actually better now. If we were talking about the first I would not house. tell uh, Bob Saget this when I... You know, I had dinner with him, and I, I was just like, you know, that's those girls. Uh, and then I was like, uh, oh, because he thinks of them as their daughters. Oh like, yeah, <clears throat> which is so funny. Do you know he has three daughters? He does in real life. IRL isn't that unbelievable? Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. That is nuts. I and they're really know. pretty. They they like teach at NYU. They're like really cool. Yeah, weird. Um, but so he has like technically six daughters. You I know? always like Candy Cam. Candy, yeah, Candace Cam. Right, she. I, you know, and then I found out they're, they're, but you know, the they're time, not as young as. I don't feel that bad. You know, that, that's what I'm saying. You're less creepy for liking them. Yeah, now. yeah. If you were like jerking off to Full House, it would be a little strange. No, I've never jerked off to it, but I just uh, enjoy it. I know because it's too weird even for me. I, <laughs> I thought about it, but I'm like, I you don't watch ridiculous. every episode because the women are hot. What is this, Baywatch? Maybe you're right. I don't... You like the show. Am I, yeah, I guess Didn't I do. Didn't you and I talk about Cheers? We talked about Cheers. Didn't we? I I, I mean, I worship Cheers. You so said maybe. there was a time in your life where you'd go to bed and you'd always watch Cheers. Doesn't that sound familiar? Well, I do that now. It's oh, on Sunday nights. Like they have it on every Sunday at 11. So, so there's something hypnotic. That and Taxi right after. Why do people play Donkey Kong? You know what I mean? It's because... Video games, it's the greatest game ever made. Did you see uh, King oh, I of Kong? You were more of a man, Minecraft guy. No, no. Did well, that's see? what I'm referencing. King of Kong. People like older video games. Best movie ever. People like older TV shows because they had a music to them 
that was limited by the time. You know what I mean? Uh, they didn't have the budget to make single cam, true detective style shows back then, right. or they didn't have the technology or whatever the fuck was keeping us back. So we made shows like Cheers, brilliant, soothing. There's the dumb guy. There's the the owner. There's the old guy. There's yeah. the drunk. There's the mailman. There's the. Yeah, they do make me really happy. And you just those go. Those good shows. Those are the shows that you watch them again because it's a it's a space you want to visit. Yeah, you know what I mean. So is sense. so is King. So is Donkey Kong. It's like life is yeah, fucking right, nuts. Right. But just a couple barrels and you know a, a gorilla, I can handle that. That movie is great. Movie. Maybe the greatest documentary ever made. I don't know how they got so lucky. Yeah. Uh, my friend actually produced it. It's so weird. Him uh, and that – is it Steve Brill? Or did, is that Steve right? Brill. Yeah. That, is that the guy? No. no I got probably Steve, have it wrong. Steve, they always get it wrong. Whoever directed that movie, oh, him and I'm my friend Louise, um, used to switch off. One – they'd make documentaries like this. And uh-huh. One would direct one and then one would produce one. And oh. so he got to direct this one. And then he – the next movie he did was Four Christmases. You know, like he really oh, paid off. God. All from King of Kong. Yeah. Somebody, you know, well, somebody else friend, was amazed, uh, too. Jordan Void Roberts, who, who did, did this podcast a very long time ago, he did uh, Kings of Summer. Next movie he did, uh, he completely deserves this. I can't wait to see it, is, is Kong Skull Island. Really? Like you do. Wow. It's a beautiful world sometimes for directors where you do one elegant, amazing indie piece, which Kings of Summer and King of Kong, weird. That is weird. Kings of Summer, King of So Summer. I should direct a movie named Kings. And then, he, and then King of Kong, and then the movie he's doing now is That's Skull, really weird. Is King Kong Skull Island. What is happening right uh, now? I don't know. I'm, I'm traveling through time and space. <laughs> but That's then a fucking I, weird I ended up. I was so obsessed with that movie, I ended up going to this place in Jersey where all those guys go for the Kong off. I'm still tripping out about the weird thing. I know. I'm sorry. But, you know, go on. Kong off. <laughs> no, that's it. <laughs> I mean, but I have movie. the highest. I have one of the high scores on uh, Galaxy. Um, you know that the twin Galaga, twin Galaxy site. You remember you the do? One? Yeah, yeah. I got you the, do on not the Indiana Are Jones. Are you JUS? Uh, <laughs> um, I, no, I think my full name is up there. No. Uh, yeah, it's on oh the, yeah, yeah, that yeah. site. Yeah, I love. that <laughs> I'm So movie. excited. Yeah, that movie's amazing. It's a movie about people that professionally play old school video games competitively. But how do you find an antagonist like this, Billy Mitchell? Billy Mitchell. It's like a dream come true it's for a director or a writer. I mean, three they letters. just got so lucky. This, yeah. I mean, this guy and his parents are in on it. Yeah. He's, he's like brainwashed everybody and they're like well Billy's very serious about everything but he's like you can't talk the, the Donkey Kong thing was too hot a topic it's like uh, it's like Roe versus Wade remember he was there and they're like and then the tape wobbles like, what you know what's funny to me it goes back to 9-11 and the Emmys right is when you watch a movie like that and you said it yourself everyone's buying into it this guy is the best at Donkey Kong and that means something but that's the game we're all playing you said it yourself. Jennifer Aniston doesn't need another Emmy because what you're seeing in that moment when there's a tragedy is that it's all baloney. Right. And when you you're watch right. a movie like that, we all get to, for a time, be a type of enlightened and go, video games are stupid. Everything is stupid. Right. Everything right, is stupid. <laughs> but then we watch and we go, look at these idiots ticking away, ticking away, ticking away at their little pursuit. It's what we're all doing. I mean, I'm sitting there rooting for Steve Weeby or yeah, whatever. Steve you know, Weeby. Like, I'm like, I hope he did. And then um, the director put him in Four Christmases. They did? Because he even knew that this is the guy that got him there, wow. gave him a small part. Wait, Mitchell cool? or Weeby? No, Weeby. Wow. Yeah, because Mitchell's obviously an idiot. You know, like, <laughs> He's got well, a not an idiot, But, you know, it's like I don't, I don't know whether I would want to work with him ever again. Sometimes you know? I watch that movie while I drink. <laughs> I like watching documentaries like that and drink. I like that you're a good drinker, too. Is that right? Yeah. 
That, uh, How, who told you? No, I just saw it on Sunday. <laughs> I was very impressed by that. Oh, my God. I wasn't sure if I was able to say I anything, didn't even see I, you. Were you there? Sunday, we were together. We were at, we at had the ramp party? No, Sunday. Last Sun- week. Oh, Sunday, Sunday, that yeah, week. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you were at the rap party. No, um, I wasn't told where it was. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I'm sorry. I was not sure, in charge right. of the rap party. Well, whatever. But I, yeah. I threw him down. We, yeah, we, we've been doing a thing called Fast Manhattans, which is when you drink a Manhattan in two sips. I do not endorse this behavior. Really? That's manly. It, it's, like it's, that. Well, you know, the ladies like it too, but we were doing them and... We we just had like a really really long week, really really long. Uh, yeah, you no. If anybody they deserves were all to long. drink, yeah, <laughs> they were all long. But then like what happened was we did a day and Judd wrapped on that Friday around like two, and then the and then Ryan, the next director for the next uh, block of episodes, took over. So it felt like we were done. We're all applauding that we're wrapped on Judd. That's a wrap on episode eight and all this. Like ah, oh, we did it, we did it. And then six more hours of work, <laughs> right. and we're just like no. Oh, was that crazy? Was that this um, past Thursday night when you were? at the cellar like late no <clears throat> this because was a friday because sarah told me that she was wrapped at 5 a.m yeah and then oh, she's like and i left and i left pete there he had to shoot more yeah, like yeah, i yeah. was like damn that we wrapped, amazing we wrapped around 6 a.m on our last day I, that's i mean really you and you never complain you well it's like it's a i like this you're so very good much. i'm it. not even gonna pretend that but I people must that. love working with you and that's the the best part is that you're well that's what i was with. proud of at the rap party we danced you know what i mean and yeah. if the show had been shitty no one would have danced you know what i'm Excellent saying point. Yeah. like if, if you didn't like each other and if you didn't like me you wouldn't you wouldn't come out and and dance. my my shirt was soaked with sweat it was amazing oh the whole week was like that right it was like i remember <laughs> oh, it was when also we very, were shooting very i was hot, happy yeah. to actually be in the towel that day cuz <laughs> i was the coolest one there what is i do so anyway my point that night i had a bunch of fast manhattans and it was great sometimes that's what you want to do but my desire to drink and the opportunity to drink almost never interact socially that's why i do like to have some wine and watch King of Kong alone because I'm like, oh, I feel like drinking. No one's here. It's like, you know, who knows what time it is? And you do that. I like that. I never do that. I never do it alone at home. But you're like a social person. Yeah. I, you know, Val will be there. Which, which I didn't mean which, it like that. No, no, no. I, no. Like, I will do it alone. In fact, that's one of my things. I'm like, why is it fucking? Why do I like Joe DeRosa wrote this great joke for a monologue we did about drinking alone on my old talk show, which is I'm having a bush light. Why do I have to call the notary? You know, what I mean? like why? Do, why does there need to be a witness? Because I call bullshit. Val's there and I'm drinking. She's not drinking. She likes pot more than uh, alcohol. I'm still drinking alone. My dog? Does my dog count? Yeah. I think some yes, people think the dog yeah. <laughs> But what is your thing? It's it, hanging out with a towel and all these lunatics that you love that I also love. You have to be a, a viceman. Yeah. I mean, that was half of the problem, too. Like, you know, there was too much of a hangout to do comedy. I mean, I, mm. I have trouble not drinking. And then, you know, that seems to get into trouble sometimes. And, um, yeah. you know, but at the clubs, it, how are you not going to drink? I mean, and. Like the way Attell pulled it off the cold turkey is a miracle, especially a guy that's known for drinking. He does a yeah. TV show known yeah. for drinking. Yeah, yeah. And how he goes into Kansas City when people want to buy him drinks after he stopped drinking and yeah. just say, no, I don't drink anymore is, is real manly. That is insane. Because I don't – I mean insanely I don't know if impressive. I hand, yeah, it's yeah. very impressive. But I, I don't know. I never – maybe this goes back to the – see, I'm a comedy conservative. This is something I say on the podcast all the time. I never was like, you don't drink. This is your office. You know what I mean? Like maybe after. Yeah, you should have done that. <laughs> well, I guess comedy conservatives are, are – are, can be successful or high functioning, but we're not necessarily the most. I'm fun. so stupid. Um, when Caroline's wanted to manage me, you know, and they were, you know, oh, you the know, club they, used to manage people. They used to manage me, like yeah. the comics strip, right? Yeah, and um, they were trying to get me to sign with them, 
And the way they did it was um, they bought me a plate of chicken wings, some uh, Rangers tickets, and a, a bottle of McAllen's. Oh you know, God. and I was like, "Where? What? Where's the pen?" Yeah. And, I, and I, if I'm, I'm not even exaggerating. That's exactly the way it happened. I couldn't wait to sign. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, "That's what, <laughs> I'm like what an easy person I have to like." Put but together. that's fine. I mean, what kind they, of a drinker they, are you? You're out. You're out. They know I out. like sometimes. Yeah, I mean, they know I like to drink. They know I like buffalo wings. <laughs> they know I like you know Sports. hockey. Yeah, whatever. I know all these. That was before I was obsessed with the Devils. The Devils. It was are... one year before. Now I'm a big Devils fan. They're so a hockey 95. team. I'm yeah, not trying yeah, to be hockey. funny. No, it's okay. But then it turns out my cousin owns the team. Really? Yeah. I mean, he owned, he bought the team that I love. Like it's just a coincidence. Bite you? <laughs> yeah, kind of. It feels that way. It's like I'm going to buy them and make them suck. But I heard uh, a story. You also smoke marijuana. Yeah. And then the, you, what is the mermaid story? Somebody told me. Who told you that story? story? Who knows that? Look, oh, I research Rachel. my guests. I look <laughs> yeah. them up. I make phone calls. I'm afraid of evil mermaids. That like bothers me for some reason. Um, evil mermaids. Yeah, the ones that. What is an evil really, mermaid? Well, they're really most mermaid stories. They're really beautiful, and then all of a sudden they turn and they yeah, they're all scary. Bad. Yeah, they're all they're like sirens. Yeah. Well, they're drawing they, the sailors into the sea to drown yeah. you. Yeah. Ariel wanted to kill that prince. Yeah, it makes me very uncomfortable. I couldn't watch that movie. Little Mermaid? Yeah, that was. I didn't know what she was going to turn. Yeah, but then the people told me she didn't. So then I was like, okay with it. She doesn't end knowing the type of women you like. You're yeah, gonna love but it. Uh, yeah. So one time I was yeah I had a girl over the house and we were kissing. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know if it's like kissing or making out. It sounds when you're older, making out sounds stupid. I yeah, don't know it's like, kissing is kind of like making love or calling someone your lover. <laughs> yeah. But, but I like it. I can. You I were don't kissing. Think I've ever called anybody my lover? I don't know why. No, because you shouldn't. Yeah, it's, it's disgusting. It's weird. This is my lover. Yeah. Ugh. Sounds a little. In the summer, a I took gay. a lover. I don't know. Yeah. It sounds gay. I, I guess not anymore. I know what you mean. Things can't sound gay. I want to be very clear about that. But I kind of understand <laughs> what you're trying to say. It sounds regal or proper or Victorian. Yeah, that's that's true. what it is. But um, yeah. So I guess I was, I was high as a kite. What? <laughs> I was high as a kite, and um, we were kissing, and she put her hand on my cheek, and I freaked out. And she's like, what's the matter with you? And I'm like, nothing. And she goes, no, I need to know why you just freaked out when I put my hand on it. And I, I tried not to tell her, but then I told her I thought it was her fin like You were so me. high that you thought you, it was a, a fin? I had just seen this Evil Mermaid movie the night before, and That's I was getting scared, right and I thought it was her tail, you know, touching my oh, face. Oh, not an arm fin. Yeah, right, the tail, you know, You yeah. thought her ass, her foot tail had right. curled up to caress your face? Yeah. That's like third base for a yeah. mermaid. Never saw her again. <laughs> no way. Is that true? <laughs> yeah, it's true, but I can't blame her. Wasn't like angry. How <laughs> high were you? I've I guess I was pretty high. Like <laughs> hallucinating high. Yeah, it was hallucinating. It is a hallucinogen. Yeah, you and that and that movie was in my on my mind. I guess, or maybe we were watching TV and we went past it, like it was on again on cable or something. Yeah, it was a movie that I'd seen and it freaked me out. Oh my god! Because <laughs> I'm f- afraid of movies. <laughs> like, That's so. Funny. I'm afraid of the dark. I have a nightlight. Really? And my nightlight is a huge, powerful, like the one Ralph Wiggum's has when he goes to bed, <laughs> which is like. You know, you can have ships stuck to it. <laughs> it's not even a nightlight. It is a main light. In well, my... in your defense, the dark. What's going on? Yeah. I'm... It's scary. So when a girl says, I sleep in the complete dark, I, I can't be with them. I can't be in the complete dark. I just can't do it. What, I have to what, put my what closet kind of... light on. It's, it's an embarrassment. Closet light? Yeah. I love this vulnerability. <laughs> I slept with my closet light on for a very long time, you know, into high school, I think. Well, Maybe see, that's normal. High. Junior high. I, I sleep with it on every now. day. Yeah. Well, can you tell me why? 
What do you no, think it is? I'm afraid I can't. Because in New York, right? <laughs> it has nothing to do with New York. It's all supernatural stuff. Really? Yeah, I am. Yeah. You, who are you talking to? I can't to? tell you. Jessica, you're talking to me. Can't you're talking it. to a guy. No, it scares like, me. Like, if I'm in a hotel and I start, like, really, <laughs> you're going to freak out, aren't you? <laughs> really thinking about what if I opened my eyes and there was just, like, a man in a raincoat standing in the room. Well, and I'll, I'll freak myself out enough to maybe click on a bathroom light. Yeah. So you're not alone here. Yeah. No, well, I'm always afraid their face is going to be in the window, somebody I'm scared of. Like, there you, know. you go. Well, that's what one of the jokes I have is when it's not really a joke is that. Everybody was afraid of the Wicked Witch, you know, the Wizard of Oz growing up. Yeah. But I was afraid of the actress Margaret Hamilton, <laughs> like who played the Wicked Witch. You know, like I was more scared of her and I thought her face was in the window. And That's funny. And I see therapy. But Even your fears the... were funny. Right. You went <laughs> but, to therapy for... Well, my parents were like, what the hell is the matter with you? It's Margaret Hamilton. She's an actress. And I'm like, she's terrifying. And then I saw in those Mr. Coffee commercials <laughs> in the 70s. She and... was chasing you. Yeah, it seemed that way. More coffee, dear? <laughs> <laughs> In the window. <laughs> I don't Fresh know. Freshen up your cup. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So, <laughs> no, you picked good. a good one. I mean, I'm going to compliment your phobia. <laughs> you picked a good one. The face in the window, on the outside of the window, right? Yeah, the outside of the like window. Like they're floating or are they in the glass? No, they're floating. Terrifying. I guess. You know, I never... Every once in a while you hear a story. I, I always like to ask people about their ghost stories and it shades it down. Then you can, mm-hmm. it could be there, but you can't see it. Yeah. It's like the sheets over the face. Everything's fine. I do like talking, and one time I did a college, and I asked somebody about a ghost story, and they and they had a story where they. But glass is tricky, man. Was it your face? Was it so? You know, was it somebody? Well, I never looked. I just thought they were there. Yeah, I mean, there was no face. There you was never a face in the window. Is this an Amityville horror? Homage? Yeah, well, that all those movies that came out in the seventies scared the hell out of me to this day. Horror movies, all those horror scarier movies, scarier in the seventies. Seventies were the, the worst. The music, yeah, in the seventies. I just watched wow. Sybil the other day, and it yeah. made me uncomfortable yeah, with Sally Field because the music was terrifying. It was an eviler time. <laughs> yeah, why was that? I don't know. I feel like you could go to a regular grocery store. They can't make store. a horror movie today that scares me like that. No. Uh, even the graininess, even the way it's cut. Yeah, yeah, the graininess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't look now. Yeah. See, don't look now. Yes. Uh, Scary. Simple, yeah. but just very 70s. Yeah. You're like, I don't like this. Why am I seeing his dick right now? Although. <laughs> There's a lot of dick in that movie. Yeah. Mm. But it's Wait, what? Amityville <laughs> Horror. Now, I've never seen these movies because I can't go to them. Yeah, and but... so in my mind, like before I saw Jaws, I was terrified of Jaws oh, before yeah. I saw it. And then I saw it. I'm like, I'd well, get that out wasn't of, that bad. I'd get out of a pool. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. I was terrified. Well, you're reminding then... me. I would have nightmares that I was going to see Gremlins. That was the nightmare. Oh, really? I wasn't I can understand seeing that. Gremlins. It was like, what am I doing here? I don't want to see Gremlins. The evil Gremlins. Not, yeah. the, not like Spike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought the whole movie was the evil gremlins. I didn't know Gizmo was such a uh, scene stealer. Yeah, he really is. He uh, he steals focus, you know. From uh, he's like you. You that's why that Gizmo. actor never worked before. <laughs> I'm more Gavo. He was in Four Christmases. Gizmo, yeah, he's on the tree. Wait, he's on the tree for real. That's a bit. Oh, <laughs> I, I'm doing a thing about how people aren't in other things. It, it was dumb. So uh, you're terrified, and you didn't see it because uh, I couldn't. You couldn't. No, I was t- well. Plus, they were probably rated R. So in but my Amity, mind, they're much. Yeah, yeah, they're worse in your mind. Yeah, it's like a porn. Because I saw. I remember I saw the Amityville Horror two, mm. and that wasn't that bad. No, it's, um, it's not so much the, the movies that are bad. It's that. That was a true story. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was told. Yeah. You can watch There's a documentary called My Amityville Horror. I do recommend it. Oh. Good documentary. But scary. 
Because it's based on the they're talking it's about the what kid. happened. They got the kid from Long Island who oh. lived in that house to talk about it and tell the story. And it's it's just one of those good documentaries where you're like you spend seventy percent of the movie feeling one way, then thirty percent feeling a different way. Oh, that's interesting. I love those movies. That's what a good documentary does for me. It's you a hundred percent think one thing and then a hundred percent go another. Oh yeah, thing. yeah, that is a good And then point. at the end you're left a little bit ambiguous. But it's him telling it. But he would see that that trope that is on The Simpsons, that is in a lot of things, it's always referenced, is that kid's story. is like hoof prints in the garden, uh, floating cartoon eyeballs in a window. Ugh. Yeah. See, now you just... I know. I ruined your night. That's the scariest... Floating cartoon eyeballs are the scariest thing that there is. Even the devil... <laughs> I mean, the devil must have a writer's room where he's like, what kind of eyeballs, guys? I need ideas. <laughs> and someone's like, the Wicked Witch of the West, you're fired. See? Uh, yeah, cartoon eyeballs, witch, that's nice. That scary. Because they're kind of like... Fun. They're supposed to be fun, but they're scary. Yeah, that's why it was so funny in uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure when he had the, those cartoon eyes were scaring him, staring at him, but they were all animals. I forget that part. Yeah, just when he's in the dark. <laughs> oh, I know what you're talking really about. Funny, yeah, though. cartoon eyeballs are really scary. So you are a ghost and alien man? Well, and the fact that I'm terrified of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but like legit, like real scared. I have to leave the light on. That's why. Yeah. But then you'll just see the ghost. Yeah, I'd prefer to than him feeling around. Oh, you know, or I don't know what's happening, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, Did you see? Oh, no, forget it. I'm not going to talk about horror movies. Yeah, don't, don't. I don't it's too I don't scary. Like it, yeah. So you, 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 are you superstitious or are you? No. <laughs> but you do thing. believe in weird ghosts. When did not this start? Really. I, just at nighttime. <laughs> when it, as a kid then? Yeah. Is it like a, a you never stop No, I can tell you when it started, but I can't talk. I don't want to talk about it. Really? Yeah, it's, it freaks me out. You got it. No, that I can't. too good. But let's just say what? it's the 70s and... What There's lots of movies happened? that are really scary. You saw a movie? No, I didn't. <laughs> like, I didn't even go to the movie. Let's talk about something. Else. <laughs> I've never had this before. <laughs> you saw a movie? I'm not going to push. No, I didn't even you see s- it. I'm still... A- Just the idea of The yeah. Exorcist. Oh, my God. Is? is that what it is? Yes. Of course it is. It's Fuck The Exorcist. Me. Fuck what it did to a million people. I am in your camp. I'm you. I used to have nightmares that I was just seeing The Exorcist. Then I saw it when I was 26. No, I was I'm 28. dying to see it because I know it's going to be entertaining. I heard so many good, you know, that it's very entertaining. Well, but I'm afraid. Who's entertained by it? Lucifer? Yeah, but the storyline seems amazing. Like, uh, you know, just. Uh, it encapsulates exactly what we're talking about. A more dangerous time in filmmaking. That's the thing. Yeah. Where you're like, like today, maybe, I don't know. But how the fuck did they do this? I, now my dreams are that I'm, the movie's playing and I'm, I can't get out of it. Yeah, like the movie, you yeah. know, not the, the situation, you know. Like, and uh, it's funny. I wonder. It's freaked me out my whole life. I can't. You have that dream a lot. I have it all the time. I wonder if you could. I'm going to give you homework. You need to train yourself uh, to look at your hands all the time because if you're if you're in your dream and you and you're like, why am I at the Exorcist? And if you look at your hands, they'll look all weird. This is how you can identify that you're dreaming. Oh, and then you can get out of there. But that's good news. Or look at clocks. Yeah, for instance, I. Watch Frank. Watch Rosemary's Baby, which used to scare me as a kid. Not that scary. And that no, well, that's the thing. There's like so a I huge devil it, uh, glove in it. It's yeah, right. Silly. That one thing. But so one day it was six in the morning, and it was on. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna watch it. It's early on in the day. Yeah, you know, so I can I can watch. This is only about ten years ago. Yeah, and I watched it, and it was amazing. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't believe how good it was, and how good. interesting, yeah. and how it wasn't like anything I had thought of. 
Um, and how funny it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not going to happen with The Exorcist. No, no, I know. If you Plus, do watch um, the you know, Ruth Gordon is one of my favorite actors. I used to do her in my, my act. Like, ah, oh, come on. You got to learn to live a little. How can I call a doctor for you? Much better than the guy you go to. <laughs> Trust me. So we're going to make a devil, baby. Relax. You got to relax a little. <laughs> I didn't have that. Yeah, well, I could have done better if I'd seen that movie, I guess. I'm thinking about the exorcist right now, and I don't like it. Stories of exorcism still are scary. Even even if you're just like, there was an exorcism, people always kind of write it off like, oh, it was in Venezuela or something. Well, you know, it's a a different place. You know, there's a guy in my office, and he has seizures all the time. Cameron? No, not that guy. (laughs) He's going to be so pleased. Uh, But he has seizures. Mm. A, a lot mm. and he's a co-worker of mine and we and we're there late at night like i work until like nine and he always has seizures on mondays at eight o'clock for some reason big ones mm-hmm. like the ones that if we were in the 1700s yeah he would be seemed to be possessed by the Sh- devil interesting and now i get it how yeah. that people could conceive because it's yeah. terrifying yeah. he's shaking and going crazy and the yeah. Blood's coming from his mouth because he bit his tongue, and it's, yeah, you yeah, know yeah. it's horrible. And I always have to take care of him. Like that's why they made me work later so I could babysit him. Really, really, yeah. Um, he always seems to have him on Monday and How ruins does it my go good on night. A on, seven ruins day Monday schedule. night football. What? How does his seizure <laughs> cycle know the seven day you, schedule? I can tell you exactly why. Because he gets it when he doesn't sleep well, and on Sunday nights he knows he has to get up and go to work. And I think it's, he has trouble sleeping, and that is why it seems to happen a lot on Mondays. It does happen other days, but I think uh, when he doesn't sleep well. But now he's figured out that he calls in and says, I'm going to come in later yeah. because I don't want any trouble. Take a Benadryl. seeing it, the sounds, <laughs> the uh, like yeah. that, you could see if yeah. you don't – if you didn't know any better because um, – you know, I've been trying to do a TV show about John Adams for the longest time. Yeah, I have this yeah. sitcom plan for years. For you know years. They, they did one. Not a sitcom. Did you G- talk about the Paul Giamatti one? Giamatti yeah, comes no. up again. Yeah, I know. I know. That's why it was so weird that because uh, I've been waiting to play John Adams my whole life. That's all. It's like the fact that I can't Some achieve people think you playing did. John Adams. <laughs> and that's my dream. How can I not achieve that? You yeah. know, who has that dream? Yeah, Nobody. And they're yeah, like, Paul yeah, Giamatti. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. He didn't have that dream. Yeah. He's an actor auditioned for the role. Yeah. Uh, I really want to is... play Pie Trainer. <laughs> and then uh, Ed Harris beats me to it. <laughs> it's annoying. But this is um, – a show that I've been planning for a long time, and uh, it's all about John Adams trying to start the country, and Jefferson and Franklin just want to get laid, and it drives Adams crazy because he's not a multitasker, and <laughs> he can't understand how they can do both. And and it's all based on that book by David McCullough, and there's lots of um, – I take that story and, and the things that he wrote in the book and just you know kind of have some fun with it. Mm. Well, one of the things is that Patrick Henry, you know, the give me liberty, give me death guy. Sure. His wife was thought to be possessed by the devil because she had seizures. She had uh, oh, epilepsy. Boy. Oh, boy. And they locked her in a, a basement and stuff like that. Not and, good. And so he's at one of the things and it's in the book. And they're like, oh, we're so hard. Sorry, we heard your wife is possessed by the devil. So he goes, yeah, I, what am I going to do? You know, I don't, <laughs> like they're all just saying it like. Oh, we feel sorry for Patrick. His wife's possessed by the devil. It's horrible. <laughs> you know, like it's just so matter of fact. Maybe. You know, but then well, that the, was the diagnosis back. Then. Yeah, lock her up. Lock maybe. her up. She's insane. Yeah, She's wow. Possessed. Yeah, wow. That's great. And that's like you know one of our one of our founding fathers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's where we started. I mean, they're, they're idiots. That's know? insane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I often think about what the people that we love didn't know. Like Jesus, the the historical Jesus probably couldn't read. 
That's, oh, that's I never like even one of those thought things. about that. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. They're interesting. Oh, what is the book called? It might be called Zealot, but it, I think it's called Zealot. It talks about the historical Christ, and they're like, look, if he was from this area and he was Jewish and he was his dad was a blacksmith or a carpenter and he became a blacksmith or a carpenter, this guy can't read. Yeah. <laughs> and like, and this, is, this is where he shed, and he probably, <laughs> he probably ate like fish heads. Like, you know, nobody was thinking of Jesus doing anything undignified or, or like not, uh, what's the right word? If you can't read, I guess it, it, it's kind of like degrading or something. Yeah. Like, oh, he's dumb or something. Yeah. Well, no, you know, that's heresy to say something Isn't like that. Isn't that interesting? Right. But of course, that's totally interesting. We like, Isn't that you fun? know, we like to find out about our it's like when kind you find of heroes. Martin Luther King was a poonhound. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just I, heard that. <laughs> I, really, I really like those things. I, 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 anything that's very human or interesting, of course. Yeah, it's completely fascinating. Like when you find the letter from Mother Teresa or Teresa that she like doubted the existence of God. Remember? Oh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that. I'm like, great. Or maybe I did hear that and I, like, I pushed I it aside. I'm like, no. Well, that's a nice right. – you, you can put it aside because people are always trying to cement in who people are. Martin Luther King is nobility. Okay, that's fine. And it's, you're not going to like it, but there's also he was a poonhound. He was a man. That's fine. He was a human. Yeah. And and Mother Teresa was was a saint and was amazing and was a godly woman or whatever you want to say. And sometimes had doubt. Great. Stop trying to nail down who people are because we'll all we, we're always moving. Yeah, and that was the we're always shifting. <laughs> that was the point of this TV series. I that you know just we're taking the founding fathers we're not making fun but we are showing that they were real guys the fact that george washington really hated being president mm. you know did and, he yeah he really wasn't happy at all and um <laughs> did he miss you know, being on the battlefield he did he did he absolutely did no he way. was a man's man you know and he was just like this stinks and there's <laughs> and, it, and in, in the book and then of course in the series uh well being he, the president he hated adams yeah, everybody hated adams so he him and adams and his wife they there, there's a scene and this is true Adam's daughter was going to marry this guy, and Adam hated him. And then he ended up writing a play, you know, uh, that was very popular in New York City. And him and Adams and the wives all went to see the play. And it, in my book, it turns out the play is about John Adams and what a dick he is, you know. And Washington's like, ah, this is amazing. We're coming back every night. And then, you know, Adams just like, God damn it, because that's actually happened to me before. What? Where you a went girl to a play has, and it was about you. Yeah. No. Yeah, I swear to God, this girl, it was Sarah's old roommate. What? And she wrote a play about me. No. And this kid followed me around. She told me she was doing it. I thought she was kidding. And this kid followed me around for like a week or something. And I'm like, yeah. get lost. And then I went to see the play. And um, it was so degraded. The kid, they, first they put powder in his hair to make his hair grayer. <laughs> like when I, you know, I had more before I started coloring. Um you're learning everything today. And um, and then he was such an asshole. And probably, like, they just made him flamingly gay. What? <laughs> why? Hey, okay, you guys. Like, very flamboyant. She hated me. That's why she was really angry. Oh, you know? my God. But she might what have also been in love. I writing don't know, you know? plays about uh, John that's, Adams. We need the Jazz Cow story. I know. That's Just the go. funny thing. People keep writing stuff about me. There was this other kid. Other people other are people. writing one-man shows I was about doing you. Artie's podcast. I looked on his windowsill. And there was, I'm like, oh, uh, it, it said like the fall of Dave. That was the name of the, the fall of David. Yeah. And I just looked, I'm like, it had my name on it. And then um, I open it up and I see who's written it. And I'm like, this is that, this is about me. Wow. This is about, and, and his producer, Dan goes, oh yeah, that's right. It is about you. I was reading and I realized it was about you. Wow. And I'm like, what the f- you know, what is this? You need to go home and watch American Splendor, smoke a J and be like this. That's you. I guess so. I don't I've mean that. That's that. certainly not. Oh, you didn't? 
I know. I've never seen it. I believe he tells I, me I have to. Now I understand. I'm not I saying you're like that I guy understand. because he's he's a very different guy. And Giamatti, it, it's a different set of neuroses. But you'll see how fascinated people are. Like I am authentically interested in you, and so are a lot of other people, and that's interesting. I mean, nice. it's interesting that I'm interested. That's no, a no, weird thing makes, to say. But it like, happens a lot. It's weird. I mean, I don't. I'm not trying to be, you know, passive about it. But it it does happen a lot for some reason. I guess because I, it is it is an interesting existence. Yeah. To work at a, a regular job and do regular things, but you know, then have dinner with John Ham or, or yeah. somebody. You know, the Hambo. <laughs> ham, dinner with a ham. You know, and and just I don't know where you know or. Or do your show? Yeah, sure. And then you know, while well, I'm, I'm contributing, at the office, I'm contributing to the, to the legend. Yeah, it's to true. The you know, well, then you know, people at the office will be like, "Will you want an HBO <laughs> show? What the hell? When did you do that?" And oh, that's I, I did it at lunch. And that's you a know, fun <laughs> thing to do. It's the best. It's the best. I was on Men of a Certain Age, and um, you were. I yeah, love that show. One of my uh, well, this guy that I helped kind of get into comedy, uh, I introduced him to Ray Romano. So, oh wow, you know, he, you know, I introduced Steve Agee to Sarah. You did? Yeah, that's how he See, he you're knows. a ham and egger. Yeah, I said, listen, you got to meet Sarah. It's going gonna, gonna to change your life around. And wow. then she fell in love with him. I knew she would. I knew she would. He's yeah. one of the kindest people. He's the original, why am I calmer because this guy's here. Yeah. He's just, a, he's like a Xanax. Yeah, he's a doll and he's really <laughs> nice and really funny. And um, yeah, he intro- he, we, we were doing a play together. Uh, a friend of mine introduced me to him. And we were doing a play together, and then um, I introduced him to Sarah, and they just became fast. In fact, she replaced me. Sarah and I weren't talking for a while, and I got replaced by Steve Agee. What happened with you and Sarah? It doesn't you matter. You have the all these interesting things. No, is, uh... no, no. I was like, I was wondering if you were going to talk. You have these weird falling outs. You had a falling out with the. T- I don't want yeah. you to say things that you don't want. Oh, I don't, I don't really care. Well, I you mean, don't sometimes get... I care. Well, you were telling me. Italian, your girlfriend or something. These are interesting. This is oh, dish. Yeah, yeah, these yeah. are dish. <laughs> well, I mean, the people thing like about dish. It, but the thing is, these are my. I, maybe I've changed as a person. I, I've forgiven everybody now. You know, I mean. Well, it's funny <laughs> that you say that because the reason I wanted you to tell the story wasn't just for salacious, juicy gossip or whatever you want to call it. It's because at the end of the story, you go, and we're still good friends. I know. Yeah, I'm, I'm good friends with everybody now. I just I've given up being angry. <laughs> but what happened with you and Sarah? Well, the funny thing I is, can't imagine is when with Sarah. we're in the in the set the, the the show the episode that I'm in yeah when she's talking to you when you crash there yeah those lines came from her saying that to me they're like when well, I you got to get your life together uh huh interesting she's like you're not just gonna stay here you got a plan right and I'm like yeah yeah I got to sure 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 <laughs> you know six months later she's like get out uh, you know, whatever it was for six, six months, months. Oh, no no but God. it was a little over a little overstaying wow we had some trouble. No, because of that. I was having trouble. I was just trying to complete this play that I was doing there, and I writing was a play? kidding. No, I was performing it, mm. and um, I just wanted to finish it and go home. I, I had a miserable time. I got beaten up by this guy because he caught me sleeping with his girlfriend. And the Human Shield story. Oh yeah, you heard that too. I do my research. <laughs> you were having sex yeah. with somebody's girlfriend. Well, she told me they had broken up, and then he came home. He had a key. And she wanted nothing to do, but she had, he had a key, and he came up, and he saw us, you know, in that position. And um, which one? Well, it's Marilyn Manson. The way the, uh, the way it looked to him, it looked like I was um, doing her in the ass. Uh, uh, but I, I but I have was, never done that. It before, was dog but, style. Uh, yes, uh, but um, you know, I was, 
you know, but I, my friend always said after, he's like, I got to ask you about that night. Where Was your hair gray? And I'm like, yeah, it was gray because I was playing older in that play. And he goes, were you out of shape? I'm like, well, I'm never in shape, but I'm sure I was. So this guy comes in who's in love with this girl, and he sees this, this old man. With long hair. This old, fat man fucking his girlfriend from behind. And I'm like, yeah, I never thought about it that way. I feel bad for the guy. Like, But he just came and he threw on the lights, and I screamed like a girl, and I go, oh, my God. And then he threw her out of the way. But you well, no, did, first you I used did her as a human up. shield. Yeah. I, well, mean, I didn't want to get hit. I had a nose job. I didn't want to get it affected. You've you had know? a nose job? Yeah, and I don't want anybody to punch me because it costs a lot of money. So I used her as a human shield. I didn't think he would hit her. He seemed like a nice fella. And <laughs> um, But then he threw her out of the way, and then I just covered up into a ball because oh. I was naked. It's impossible oh. to fight back naked. Yes. Nobody's that manly, unless no. maybe you're Schwarzenegger. Or Viggo I mean, Mortensen. Yeah, or Viggo Mortensen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, can't, I could not fight back. I couldn't even get started. So yeah. I just And I couldn't get off of the bed. It was up against the wall. Mm. So I just curled into a ball and let him until she was kind enough to pull him off of me. And then he started to cry. And then he goes, are you fucking him? And, like, and she goes, I can't believe I fucked either one of you. This is an embarrassment no, for all of them. No, I swear great. to God. Then you went to commercial. That's yeah, funny. Well, that would have been the best. So then she throws him downstairs. And then she's like, you better get leave. And I'm like, yeah, duh. And I, you know, once I had my pants on, I felt more manly. And I'm like, bring them up again. Were they dark? And she's like, really? Mm. No, I'm just going to go out the back. Unfortunately, they had a back door. So I went out. And then I had to ring the doorbell again because I forgot my book bag. He was afraid you were using the back door. Exactly. These, but, are, uh, these are bits. <laughs> uh, but I had to get my like book book bag, like a little. You left it? Yeah, I, f- I forgot. I ran out. It was downstairs, and I rang the bell, and he answered. And I'm like, he's like, what? And I'm like, hey, I left my uh, I left my book bag here. Oh, you think you could just God. play a little flower drum song and get it for me? He goes, what does it look like? I'm like, it's black and green, and it has a little Jets teddy bear hanging from the. Because <laughs> I was homesick, and I, this Jets bear was hanging on the side. He's like, wow. oh, this is the most embarrassing day for both of us. Wow. Oh, my God. And then I had I nowhere to stay. Ba- what was in that bag? Nothing. <laughs> I don't know. There was nothing. I just wanted the Jets teddy bear. I, like, I know how gay, but oh, I guess. was having sex in the story at the beginning, so. Uh, no, but, and then I had nowhere to go. I had to sleep in my car that day. I was so happy that I was going to sleep at somebody's house because mm. I was sleeping all over. As on, I was crashing. My show's about you. I was. I didn't realize it was about you. Yeah. Wow. I was sleeping with. I was sleeping at all these girls' places, and it seemed like they all had boyfriends. Like I knew something was going to go bad that day. I had a feeling. Really? Yeah. The day because, you had sex with this woman and then got beat up. Yeah. Yeah. I feel something bad was going to happen. One of these boys was going to come home and do something which I deserved. It was almost yeah. like I was sitting there and going, like, I had this coming. So Wait, were you having I'm sex with all these people it. you were staying with? You were sex I was fashion. having a little bit of, a little bit of, yeah. So you have some Kavorka. Yeah, I don't know. It was it was working. I don't, you know, like I, I, I was a little whore, I guess. I was just trying, to, I was just trying to find a place to stay. And then you used your wanger. Yeah. <sighs> You know, I was just trying to. You know, some hotels you put the key card in the door. You were putting your wanger in the. No, it's like I usually don't like to talk about that kind of stuff. But uh, that's okay. I guess it was true that that was how I was trying to stay. It. But I mean, they were getting the they were getting the. Hey, hey, listen, they were uh, they were lucky. uh, No, no, no. (laughs) But nobody invites you over with your debaucherous friends and not be surprised that you want to or that they want to, and then everybody, and then you get kicked out. Yeah, I. But they all seemed to have like boyfriends or something. It was very odd I that see. they were okay with uh, you know this and bizarre. Yeah, you were their side piece. I guess your side piece used. Yeah. You were used. I know. And, and what of it, course, in my mind, you know, certainly being like most of the comics and 
you know, not getting very lucky in high school. It was just I was like they used me, but then being like <laughs> they you enjoy being me. Is that yeah, exciting? Yeah. Like a small island's one bicycle. Yeah. <laughs> just got to but yeah, that, that was a bad time. I had a really bad time there, and then I like never went back. In L.A.? In L.A. What, you went and then I got my job. Did you go to and L.A.? And that's why I've never left. This was in 2000, and then I came back here and got the job I'm at now. Yeah. I've never left because I've been afraid to not have a job anymore and be in that situation where I couldn't find a place to live or stay. or Ah. You got bit by the reality snake. Yep. Now you don't want that to happen again. Yeah. You don't want to go back to your freewheeling life of doing sets and having anonymous sex. Yeah, I hate that. That was too bad. Everybody hates that. It is lonelier than anybody anybody makes it seem. No, I was just, it made me, you know, not having a place to stay is scary. Sure. I agree. Which is your whole show is based on, and then you can see, you know. Yeah, sure. That's the the engine there. Yeah. But what, were you ever married, never married? No. Do you want, what's going on now? Where are you with love? I still have hope. Yes. That it's all going to work out. I still have hope to have kids. Well, we were talking about Atel. Yeah, isn't that amazing? Me, I know. He's like, I want to have kids. That's new. But then he was like, this is if you listen to this podcast with Atel, it was an interesting part. I was like, but he didn't seem to have any interest in a girlfriend. Yeah, I know. Isn't that funny? <laughs> but he was also wanted uh, It's kids. funny. We've both kind of given up. Like it, it, I, I have this theory, and it's kind of true in the sense of the guys that I know that aren't married, that men just kind of give up at 45 about trying to date, you know, like unless it comes uh-huh. to us and girls stop at 33, um, <laughs> where they where they kind of just give up and they're like, well, if it happens, it happens. I'm not going to try. And not everybody, but yeah. I, it's a pretty good theory. You know, you, that you people always say, a... why do you keep meeting girls that are in their 20s? I'm like, because most girls at 33 don't go out that much anymore. Mm. It's not like I'm interested in. Oh, so you that, date or you date younger women? Only that's what I find who are out. You know, if I meet them at those bars, are the people really that are social. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I just I don't do it on purpose. I try and date all kinds, all kinds. Well, I mean, I'm you know that's why I get angry at Leonardo DiCaprio because he dates the exact same kind of woman. I'm sorry, my, over and over. Does he? Notice, um, yeah, he takes the exact same time. I was I made a list of all the girls, and they're all between five foot nine and five foot ten exactly, all blonde. Sometimes they have blue eyes. Sometimes they have green eyes. Now, obviously, that's what's wrong with that, you say. But what is there is something wrong with that because it's like those jihadists. What do you get? Seventy five virgins. If you he's going for them, die if you yeah something like seventy five. Right. Well, why would you want seventy five virgins? How is that good? I want all different ki- types. Yes. I want two virgins. You want and a then couple? I want, yeah, I want some some Asians. Yeah. Then I want some looser ones. They're right. virgin agents. Yeah. Well, yeah you know I see what you're saying. saying right? You want so, a spectrum. But it seems like Leonardo DiCaprio can clearly get anybody he wants. Just dates the same kind of. You want the variety pack. And now we want to see what his mother looked like when yeah. she was young. Because I somebody I mentioned that. that yeah. Oh, gross! But true. I know, gross. But I mean, that's one of the weirdest uh, subconscious things that's every that everybody is dealing with. Yeah, my best friend married a girl that reminds Looks me like completely of his mother. Is that right? <laughs> Except his mother's hotter. <laughs> Don't tell me. But you would like to have children, so if you I meet do. one I've of these been a, reclusive thirty-three plus women, you're open to it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, I've just been afraid. I always wanted to kind of have a. It's interesting. I know it's a thing, but I wanted to have a career and I wanted to have money. I didn't want to have a kid where well, it was, was going to be a well, struggle. What did your dad do? He sold bras and girdles. Bras and girdles. Yeah, hard to find. A, hard to find a guy that'll cover you up and suck you in. I, like I know. That. And then I used to sell that because I used to work from sometimes. You sold Warner's. Saw, sold the bras and the girdles. yeah. I used to have to go to Macy's and like work. And then it was so funny because it was the eighties and. 
like the women would be like, can you man, could you tell me if this bra is right? And he goes, well, the Warner salesman's right here. And, and they just come up in the bra and be like, sir, do you think this – you know, is the right form of fitting for me? And I'm like, hum, hum, hum. <laughs> I'm like oh, sure, sure. You know, you try to be uh, professional. But that would never happen today, you know? like um, You were Al Bundy. Well, I think I told you that one of my jobs, I did a lot of different kinds of jobs, was working at the eye, ears, no, nose, and throat hospital. Didn't Remember you I told pretend you? to be a doctor? I didn't pretend. They told me to be the doctor. They <laughs> no, told me to put tell on. tell everyone from the beginning. They told me. I, they, you went there. Why did you go there? I went there as a job, as a temp. The job with a temp job. Yeah, and then they, they trusted me a lot. I don't know. And then they, they, I would be in the rooms, and they're like, put on this. You know, I would be wearing the the scrubs, and then they would just give me patience to no, look at. No, I, I can't God. believe it. Even I you swear. Already, you, you'd just go and see people. I, they would come in, and they would be busy, so I had the ear thing. I didn't even know what I was looking for, and I'm like, you seem no, fine. But then, see? I, mean, I was waiting in there for the doctor to come in, but then sometimes they were busy, oh. and nobody... I looked like I was an intern of like a like a doctor intern, you know. Yeah, sure. I just looked like a young and and I guess I looked trustworthy. I looked, you know, really Jewy. You know, <laughs> <laughs> there'd be no reason to believe that nobody would think I wasn't a doctor. Well, it goes back to uh, reality. It's like you're in a coat and you say you're a doctor, then you're a doctor. Yeah, it's like catch me if you can stop. Yeah, and it wasn't. I didn't. I didn't look creepy. I definitely looked like I had just finished medical school and I was a young yeah. you know doctor and yeah. then I you know and, but then and I was a little funny do? and they were like oh he's he's being funny so I feel good now yeah but what could you do you could nothing I just had the the ear thing <laughs> and I'd put some wooden stuff in their mouth with and the would tongue. you touch the throat no never would you I, assess I, the no bra I was fit? afraid to uh, touch anybody but I, I would just you know do the thing would with they the say eyes. no one ever said are you a doctor no not once did you say I'm Dr. Jessica no never <laughs> Nobody ever you, asked. See, you are meant to work in law. They you kept like, yourself very <laughs> non-accountable. Yeah, no, I never said I was a doctor. They just assumed because I was in the smock or this whatever. This is like a 70s horror movie. The, it uh, just wouldn't happen today. I had the stethoscope hanging by my, uh, you know, from my, from yes. my neck, you know. What? So why wouldn't they think I was a doctor? I was sitting in the waiting room for I'm reading name tags the rest of my life. <laughs> I want credentials. I yeah, want I know. ID. Can I see your ID, please? Huh? Wow. Well, here's my license, my that, driver's license. That was after you sold bras and pants? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Okay. What about your yeah. mother? Oh, she's such a whore. I can't stand her. <laughs> oh, no. No, no. She um, <laughs> did nothing. She, uh, well, I don't know. She just, Wait, hates, she, raise she doesn't you? care for Jesus. What do you uh, mean? She, she hates Christians? Yes. Really? Yeah, yeah. I've never heard about an anti-Christite. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she's the opposite of... You know, anti-Semitism, like, she's the opposite. She hates people that aren't Jewish. Really? Yeah, yeah. She's very, very no adamant way. about it. Yeah. No yeah, way. So she used to work at the temple. She was the sisterhood president. You know, she when I got my bar mitzvah, she was the sisterhood president. So she, uh, but what you know, is, what is she bought me on the bima. I guess, <laughs> I guess it's a strange thing. Nothing, there weren't, like, a lot of goids trying to come into the temple. Why did she hate these people? She just doesn't. Is it like a? I, she just doesn't like being around people that aren't Jewish. Interesting. Yeah, she she's found a reverse racist. You know, <laughs> and I think I might have told you this, or maybe I showed you the picture. But hey, Alex, can you turn the air? Can you make it not as cold? That's hilarious. Yeah, Why, <laughs> I don't know how to say. Say when I was in please, the tra- please, Alex, and thank you. When I was in the trailer for your show, yeah, we were in that park. Hey, you know, we oh, the, it was right there the whole time. We were by the park in Brooklyn. 
And remember how hot it was the day that I was there? Yes. And I kept going out of my trail. I'm like, could you uh, be a little – turn the air down a little? You felt like an idiot. There's the homeless people sitting outside ah. in the hottest weather. I'm like, it's a little cold in my trailer. Uh, I felt that every day. I got out of my I trailer once and saw a homeless person that had uh, the filthiest pants I've ever seen. I saw that guy. And he, yeah, I saw them all. That was we a had different the same tra- day. No, this was a different what, day. That guy was there though, the entire time. But That's where I, he lived. This guy, I lost him because I, I saw him. Uh, this is so stupid. I should have just done it. And I was like, I should just go get this guy another pair of pants because we have a wardrobe department. Oh, I think about that. And I didn't do it. I wouldn't have thought about it. And he was that. gone. That was nice that you thought about it. Uh, and here I am bragging about it. You'll figure it out. Morality next time. bragging. Next time you'll get it right. I thought about doing it. <laughs> but um, your mom is a whore. Yeah. So um, her. <laughs> We never liked her brother, and he moved to Louisville, we Kentucky. We never liked her brother. He was an asshole. What is this And he married deal? this uh, Kentucky woman. And anyway, he just died. Now, I had gone down to Louisville to make sure he was okay for my mother's purpose because she was like, oh, I love my brother. We don't know why. And um, <laughs> I went down to Louisville, Kentucky yep. to be with this guy, and I tried to be nice. And Louisville. I gave him – right. And I gave him these DVDs, and I met my new, my cousins that you know were all from Louisville or whatever, and they yeah. were very nice. And then he left us out of his will. But not just left us out. He specifically oh, says... The, I showed you that, right? You told yeah. me. We don't consider David Juskow and Beth Casper, my sister, our nieces, the term our nieces and nephews. And I was so angry. And the worst part is we wanted to go to face his grave, but he was buried in Fort Knox. <laughs> we can't get in there. He played this one perfectly. <laughs> But the best part was when we went Hold down on. there. I have to stop you. You wanted to deface his grave? We're, we're pretty angry, yeah. I, I do that to people all the time from beyond You're the, the When you go into a graveyard, like in like fucking New England, and it's old, and everybody's from the 1600s, you're the guy that like went in with like, your butthole was a shoe, yeah, yeah. and you kicked it and yep. cracked it. I That's have you. no problems with that whatsoever. But, I never think of any repercussions. That is interesting. I did it. My uh, there's this woman that always bothered me when I was. She grave. was a neighbor, and she's like, "You'll probably dance on my grave when I die." And I'm like, "If that's what you want me to do, I will do that." I wouldn't. And then she died, and then my sister. We went to her funeral, and it was my mother's best friend, and I hated her. And my sister goes, "Are you going to do it?" And I'm like, "I think she would have wanted me to do to it." Dance so on I just her grave. Did a little soft shoe on her on her grave. You did yeah. not. Oh, you I did? absolutely did. Yeah. But soft shoes. They're not like a high step. Yeah, in, it wasn't like I was pounding on it or anything. Yeah. Like, that's what she wanted. I think she would have found it funny. I, I'd like to think that. I think her daughter well, she, found it funny. I if mean, you her daughter s- knew I did it. If you ever sleep with the blinds open, you'll see her face and you can tell her. I've been <laughs> expecting her. I've been expecting her. She knows. <laughs> a man afraid of ghosts goes out to facing graves and dancing on top of them. Hey, I'm just, like I said, I'm just more afraid of actors, you know, not the actual neighbors that I knew. That yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Archetypes. She told me she was going to haunt me when she died. So. She said that. Yeah, so did a couple of my girlfriends. No. I've had three girlfriends commit suicide. So Shut your I assumed they were going to come back. You had three girlfriends commit suicide. Always one boyfriend removed. Okay, so it was you and then another one. Not my fault. You and another one. Yeah, that another guy another dated fellow. her after. Yeah, That's nice. Yeah, it's not my fault. But it does seem <laughs> like maybe uh, – right, this is tricky territory. But were these sad people, depressed oh, um, people? Two were – no, 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 nobody. Only one was sad. One was a tragedy. Uh, what do you? Uh, it was suicide tragedy. One, one. It was sad. I mean, that she did it. She I mean, was a sad person. And here's the weird part. I was going to write a book called "I Liked You When You Were Fat" because this girl always had a little weight problem, uh-huh. and I liked her. I, you know, I didn't care. And then she got thin and gorgeous, and then she killed herself, and yeah. it didn't make any sense what to me. What a bummer! And she hung herself. She like spent. 
time looking for a place to put a rope yeah. and a chair. And I was always like, God, if I did that, by the time I found the place and put the rope up, like the Simpsons would be on. And I'd be like, well, right after the Simpsons are yeah, on, I'll yeah, watch. Yeah, yeah, then yeah, I'd yeah. think I'd be like, you know, the Simpsons are so funny. I'm not going to do it. But yeah, I guess she wanted out pretty bad. She used to work for Barry Katz. No way. Yeah. There's a joke about that'll do it. <laughs> well, yeah, in a way. I, I like Barry Katz. <laughs> you do? Oh, uh, me too. Uh, no, no, no. He has a weird. He, no, he, <laughs> no. I, he's very. He, he's charming. aware he's very that charming. people. Some people don't like him, but I did his podcast, and he was always very kind to me. He is very. He's an interesting guy. Uh, well, he used to be my manager. Oh, did he? Mm-hmm. Interesting. But I've never had any he, ill will towards did him. Did you at all, go to the but funerals a lot of, do. of these? Wait, hold. Yes, on. I went to the all women the that killed themselves mm-hmm. before they. You're breaking up with them. Did you break up with them? Uh, I always like to think it was a little mutual. A mutual. Yeah. So it's a mutual, but not nice I don't think nice they killed enough. themselves over me. I agree. Yeah. But not nice enough that they didn't say, when I die, I'll haunt you. One did. Only one. Yes. Of three. And she did. 33% of your girlfriends vowed to come back <laughs> from the afterlife. Well, the one did. To bother you. And uh, it one was so- One did? Yeah. And it haunt was- you? Mm-hmm. Shut your No, dead. I swear to God, there's a New York uh, Magazine article about it. Oh, then it must be real. Well, I'm just saying. I already that. believe you, so don't. don't no, don't, no, there's a. We don't need to footnote it, but tell me the story. This girl wrote a New York did. Magazine article on this particular girl because she. I think we spoke about this. Why she, are you writing plays about John Adams? This is the story. You are the story. <laughs> I, well, what do you think? I'm interested in everybody? I try to be. I don't know. This is you. <laughs> Where's the show? Jessica? I mean, I'm pretty sure Marina Franklin's not going to give you this kind of jackpot. <laughs> <laughs> Marina was great. I know. Um, no, I love Marina. She's did you friend. listen to that one? It was great. Yes, I did. Uh, go on. Uh, you no, I just, had this she girlfriend. Tell me everything. told me she was going to haunt me, and then um, she came back. Can we stop there? Oh, yeah. Sorry. What is this? Are you at dinner? Are you breaking up? When she's when talking about she it? When did she say, when I die, I will haunt you? I'm pretty sure it was after. During sex? After. <laughs> after. After it, sex. Well, she was crazy, and sometimes she would make me choke her and then pretend to be dead Oh boy. Like for long periods of time where I'm like, what an asshole, and then I'd go in the kitchen, and then I'm like, well, I'm pretty sure she's not dead. You know, like I'd have to keep checking uh, her to make pulse. sure she moved. No, just to because I was not going to play that game, uh-huh. and then I had to keep going back, and because then I started to get nervous because, you know, my handprints, what? Probably go to prison, I guess, because I would have killed her, right? Yeah, I mean, then you would have murdered her, yeah. <laughs> That's how murder works. Well, I, then I started to panic and think about it. I'm like, you know, yeah, if she's even hurt. Yeah, th- yeah. it could be bad. Sure. So she would have you choke her and then have yeah. sex and uh, dead sex. Did you do the dead no, sex? No, 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 never. No, that no. was too... Yeah, No, I just assumed she was faking yeah. the whole time, like pretending to be... I mean, I was like, what an asshole. I was assuming that... Why would somebody do that? She would want you to have dead sex. I didn't mean you would have sex with her. And then she would state. leave my apartment and give me the finger and, and leave. I don't know. So a person... She, very angry. You weren't like a traditional boyfriend? or We were for a little bit of time, and then she would just... Did you she meet worked her over parents? at scores or whatever. You know. She was a stripper. <laughs> no, she was actually a comedian, but I think she thought she was a stripper. She was an aspiring stripper? Yeah. I'm pretty sure you can... She used to read tarot cards there, but she used to dress like one of the strippers. It was very odd. Okay. In fact, my doorman, when I first moved to my building, it what? was over at the place what by the 59th Street Bridge. And then he'd and come over... And you're at home going, <laughs> John Adams. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm obsessed. <laughs> I know. My doorman would be like, can I ask you a question? What do you do? And I'm like, oh, I work at a firm, but I'm a, I'm a comedian sometimes. You know, and he's yeah. like, I'm just like, because... 
Yeah, you come home late, and then you got weird girls coming over late. Ah, you never. They must have thought they were calling prostitutes because she would look people. like a prostitute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I keep hearing someone scream, "Choke me, choke me!" Yeah. Uh, so, all right, this woman read tarot cards at scores, dressed as yeah. a stripper, but wasn't even had the glitter. She had glitter on her, <laughs> yeah, which is nice. Yeah. It's like you go home to your wife and you're like, "What were you doing?" It's like <laughs> exactly. I was having my fortune told. <laughs> uh, go on. So the, no, you you were dating for a while. Did you meet yeah. her parents? No, but her mother called me when she died and mm. said, um, can you identify the body? No. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't feel comfortable with that. I never really liked her very much. You said that to yeah. her mother? <laughs> I said that to her mother. To she the really grieving mother? Well, I was, she wasn't a nice person at the time. Again. <laughs> ah. and, well, that's when that, you know. So she dated someone else. And then yeah. how, did, how did she kill herself? Well, it, it's questionable that there were some pills, but there's also a story that she could have been murdered for Texas money. Texas money. Yeah. I feel uncomfortable. Is, am, I, am I complicit in the story now? No, so it might know. have been a murder? It could have been. There's Oh, wait. We didn't, get, we didn't get it. You would have sex and the choking sex and she'd pretend to be dead and then you'd go and your pillow talk was like, you know, if I die, I'm going to haunt you. Well, she said, when I die, I'm going to haunt you. Because she knew she would die before you. No, she. I think she was even talking about when she... I, yeah, I guess she did think. I don't know. That's she what she said. Se- when she for seemed sure. to be somewhat suicidal, maybe. No, but there, yeah, there was a time where she would be like, "You think I could jump out the window and survive?" Like that kind of t- yeah, stuff, and it I was understand. getting a little creepy. That's very creepy. And then she, you know, died like a year after. I'm creeped out. Yeah. So, was it, how long did, were you with her? Well, off and on, probably for ten years in a way, you know. But excuse. Well, me. off and on, off and on. You know, just we always. <laughs> Well, she was hot. I thought so. you're, and then the mom calls you, and you're like, <laughs> like I, I, I didn't really like care her. For her very much. <laughs> you were with her for ten years. I'm, I'm kind of a jerk off. Oh my, my god! No, she was not a, not a nice person. Will you go home at night and write about how George Washington <laughs> didn't like being the president? <laughs> Pretty much. I'm a man's man. I missed the battle. I this don't have time to identify that body. I'm writing a script on George Washington. <laughs> <laughs> The most fascinating man that just wants to write about, like, Jenga. You know, it used to be called Django. Look, there are forefathers. We have to do something. About- <laughs> That's true. We need to honor them. But we have Hamilton. I don't know if you've been scooped. I, I know. Well, every time something like With that hip-hop. happens, I get upset. And then it's also probably a good thing because then people are you can relax. more interested in it. Then. So you were with her off and on for 10 years. And she's a little bit co- – she's kooky. Yeah, kooky. And then she dies. Yeah. And we're not sure how. And I'm afraid to ask follow-up questions. Well, then I had to go – to her apartment and you did have find to clues. You, no, her mother asked me to do no. it. I was like, all right, I'll do that. No. I felt a weird identifier. Why are people always saying you're a doctor? You're a detective. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't put it out there. I just, I guess people, we, you're an empty vessel. In a, way. in a way, we can put whatever we want into you and we go, go Columbo. Yeah. Well, and you the funny thing was, remember, clues? I had gotten into an accident, so I actually went there with a cane. It was like a yes. movie. I was car- I was walking with a cane, and yes. I went in there looking for clues with my trench coat, my cane. <laughs> well, get, we can talk about the accident. That's a crazy story. But you went. Did you find any clues? No. Um, it was a crime scene. Yeah, it was a crime scene. How did yeah. you get in? Her, she had some other friends that let me in, so we could look through her for a crime her books scene party? And diaries and some sort of clues of why she was dead. Or I believe that she had a very bad therapist or psychiatrist that prescribed wrong medication. Deliberately, no. Just he was just by accident, falling. Yeah, manslaughter. Yeah, I, I think they just described medication that didn't work with each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, that's what I believe happened. Michael Jackson style. Yep, yep, exactly. Yeah, okay. 
did no clues were found. But there, there was some, you know, there was some girl that wrote in that article that she would, you know, take a dump in a sock and throw it out the window. And like, oh, everybody does that from time. <laughs> the shit sock. Yeah, a number tube sock. Yeah, so a I was number we would... tube sock. <laughs> oh, that's nice. I need some laughs for <laughs> these. Sorry, riffs. I'll stop riffing if you. Don't no, laugh. no, no, no. I love the riffs. I'm just no, I love the riffs. So she'd shit in the sock. So this is, a, you know, a non-traditional. I don't want to say unstable, but a non-traditional person. A little non-traditional, yeah. And then she dies. And she then right ha- on Thompson Street. I don't want to know where she lived. Well, it doesn't matter now. I don't want this spirit. <laughs> right about pluck you. <laughs> no, really? Yeah. We just shot on that street. Yeah, I know you did. Right That's by why Pluck I mentioned you. it. Yeah. No way. That's why I mentioned it. Wow. That, that was like Thursday night, right? That was part of our last day. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to come down to that, but you know, I had to go to work. And spec <laughs> I was going to wake up early and then go to work or, you no. know. <laughs> you could have gotten like yeah, five you o'clock come, and yeah, go right yeah. to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then how does this ghost present itself to you? She, you know, it's one of those things I think when people come, like, I think when they're freshly dead, that's the only time they can haunt you. FD. They don't think they can, <laughs> yeah. I don't think they can come like a year later or anything. I don't believe really? in that. There's a but I think when they're freshly dead, because it's happened before um, with other people that I really, really believe with all my heart that they have come and given me this message. Really? Yeah. And I believe with all my heart that this was so real that she came to me. Okay, and she hold said, on. Yeah. Where are you? Well, I think it was, it was a dream. It was a dream. I'm okay with that. Yeah. You're saying that as if I'm a skeptical person. I'm not. I like well, a dream. I'm never sure. Dream know. visitation. It's in the Bible. Yeah. It's in all sorts of ancient texts. You and, were dreaming. Yeah. And then... And, and, but it was a very real dream, I'm assuming. One of the most vivid real dreams I had ever had. And here comes Freshly Dead. And Where she's are you in there, the dream? Uh, she on 14th there? Street. You're on 14th Street. Yeah. I'll and is she forget. there or does she arrive? Yeah, she comes there and we're talking and, and then she told me, she's like, don't worry about it. It's a good thing I'm dead. I really wouldn't have been happy over 40. Really? Yeah. She's like, I'm happy. It's a good thing. I, she gave you the, the peace message. That's what she told me. And I told her mother that after I said that kind of horrible thing. Yeah. And it really meant a lot to her. Hmm. I get that. And they believed in that kind of stuff too. Sure. Heavy. So um, – that's the thing in that New York article. I come off like kind of a jerk off, but then I say so the wait, last what? line. They wrote an know. article because this woman haunted other people. No, they wrote the article because she was kind of an interesting story. She sure. had come from the small town in Texas and kind of made it to this nice celebrity plateau, and then it just kind of dropped. She had a show after Full House, like for a while, like on TV. And you're not sure why you love Fuller House. <laughs> Well, you're not watching for Kimmy's newfound gibblers. You're watching Kimmy's lovely gibblers because you have psychological trauma from this moment. Well, I never thought about it that way, but I suppose you're right. I mean, what did I think of that? At at the end of every episode of Fuller House, did you watch the credits? Of course, I watched the credits. And wait for your dead ex girlfriend to fade in and give you another another message. So she cracked, she had a show. Yeah. What yeah. was the show called? It was called Aliens in the Family. Aliens in the Family? Yeah, she played the the mother of an alien who married a human. Oh, man. And she had three alien kids. Kind of like, like Coneheads. Like not yeah. really Coneheads. Well, kind of like Coneheads if they... The, but if they had a human... The young human daughter, head, Conehead, yeah. dated... So they had alien one. babies and, and human babies. Uh-huh. Yeah. Not half, and, not half, half? It was one or the other? Yeah, I think it was one or the other. Okay. So she was a success story in her town. Yeah, technically, you know, because she was doing good in comedy and then she got – I mean she was ridiculously pretty, so it was easy for her to get stuff until people found out she was a little insane. Sure. And then I think that cost her a lot of jobs too. 
The insanity. Yeah. The kind of left of center dipness. Yeah. Uh-huh. She was a little out there. How did you meet her? At Squares? Uh, I met her. No, no. I met her. She was at Caroline's, and I thought she was the most beautiful woman I'd ever seen. Like, uh-huh. I, she took my breath away. Five nine, blonde hair, green eyes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. I am Leonardo <laughs> No, she was just so stunning. I understand. And uh, then I guess her friend told her that I said that, and then she kind of put us together. Mm. And then I came down once to see her do comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, like right around in Union Square or something. And uh, maybe that's why I saw her ghost there. I don't know. And I saw her do comedy one time, and she was okay. Um, and they videotaped it. And it was the, she was having this – yeah, I guess I won't mention the guy's name. And they videotaped it, and then they said she was wanted the videotape. And they're like, oh, we, we're not going to give you the videotape. So I shit in the sock and put it out the window. So I stole the videotape from Ooh. the camera and I put it in my pants. <laughs> and then she's like, "Yeah, they won't give me the videotape." And I'm like, "You mean this one?" And, then, and then she was just like, "Oh, I love that cock." No, I mean, I'm sorry, I just don't think usually high eight group, inches. <laughs> but it was, um, you know, kind of the that is romantic. Yeah, it was like romantic. It was like a nice I thing stole you did. the tape, but it was like when you it get... was so easy to do. They they left the camera unguarded. I'm like, you know what? I'll just take the tape since they were being dicks about it. Sure. So um, that means a lot. I'm sure that yeah. meant a lot too. So her. then um, it was on. Then it was on. Then I bought our whole for Passover. Pass and off. then everyone in comedy made fun of me from that day on. Why? Because they knew she was crazy. That wasn't the kind of girl you bring home for Passover. <laughs> yeah. You just keep giving her holler. My dad loved her because she would put her boobs in her fa- his face and everything like that. No, yeah, wait, she was really? insane. Yeah. She was like a fun one. Yeah, she was definitely fun, but she was, you know, Nuts. my parents weren't ready for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. as I told you, my mother, you know, doesn't care for Goyes. Yeah. Oh, she wasn't Jewish. No. I don't think I've ever dated a Jewish girl. I don't know. Maybe think, one or two. I don't know. <laughs> the only person who would know is in the room with me. Who's that? You. Oh, yeah. That's right. right. <laughs> Did you? No, I was just saying, going back to when my uncle died, uh, we went to his funeral, and he, um, uh, the priest came over and said, well, he's with Jesus now. I kept ribbing my mom. I'm like, he's with Jesus, your brother. Jesus is a Jewish. And she's like, damn. And I'm like, you know. And she, she was like, did he convert? And I'm like, yeah, we think he converted into the 70s. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> your brother is Catholic or Christian, whatever he is. <laughs> oh, she was mortified, but it oh serves her right. God. Brother was a dick. Yeah. No. I, I mean, the guy was such a – he didn't want to have anything to do with us. And she was like, oh, he's my brother. And then I found out that, like, they, they weren't even close. They, they took one walk around Newark, New Jersey in 1939 and had a conversation. Yeah. And she was trying to remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all Ugh. it takes sometimes. One stroll in Newark. So angry about it. <laughs> just, and then she keeps sticking over. What a great guy. And I'm like, are you really going there? Yeah. He just dissed your children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. okay with They're not sticking up for us? She just scouted him. She turned him into an ear, nose, and Yeah, she just scouted him. <laughs> she was like, he's a detective with a cane. <laughs> well, let's talk about why you had a cane. I can't stop thinking about it. I, because I fell on a glass table. You were getting out of the shower. Yeah. Towel around the waist. Sat on your glass table, trimming your toenails. So, so sitting on the metal edge. The metal edge of so a glass would, table. So stand me up. And then know. watching uh, the football football game. Those Giants, I'll never forget. Giants. <laughs> and then you fell. It was like 1 o'clock on a Sunday. Yeah. It was Yom Kippur. What? And you slipped because you're wet. No. No. Uh, well, yeah, I guess I just, maybe my ass just went further into the glass. Oh, like, and the weight of it. And the weight. And then, I, and then it just broke. Yeah. And my legs were dangling. A dangle and, leg. And then, uh, and then I was like laughing because I'm like, thank God no one was here to see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if somebody, if I saw somebody do that, I just start laughing. I saw a woman 
trip yesterday and I started laughing. And this yeah. girl's like, what's the matter with you? I'm like, it's like Tourette's. I can't help myself. I'm always no, going to laugh. I'm, the only per- weird person in that story is the girl who didn't understand why it's hilarious. Yeah, someone tripped. exactly. Yeah. So, uh, but then I got up and I saw some blood and I was looking at my feet. I'm like, where's the blood coming from? And I felt around and there was a huge shard of glass in yeah. my butt. Oh, and it severed an artery. Yeah, the, the butt artery. If, who knew there was one there? The buttery. Who knew you could actually stab somebody in the tushy? Yeah. And, and there's something die. in there. Like, if, yeah. if you were to stab someone and you're like, I just want to send a message. Right. You'd go for the ass. Yeah. Who would know Who that knew? it would cause yeah. major plumbing? They just hit an artery back there and it just, I bled out. Well, you, you didn't bleed out. You're well, alive. I, well, yeah, but I, I had a half a pint. Well, left. you were about to bleed out. Yeah. And if, you if called. If it wasn't a Sunday, yep. you know, where the traffic no was traffic. light, I'd yeah. probably be dead. Really? Because it was really kind of split second. Yeah, I called 911. I got a voicemail. Yeah. I swear to God, I got a voicemail. Was it a funny one? Like, No, <laughs> not at that time. Well, because that's the other thing, too. You're like, I tried to get a tourniquet. Uh, like, I tried to do a tourniquet. But where do you get do you... a tourniquet around your ass? You know, yeah, like, yeah, it, yeah. there's no, you have to do it above the wound. Yeah. So where was I going to do it? So Ugh. I couldn't do it. I tried. And then I called 911. I got the voicemail. Then I called my doorman. And that took 20 minutes to tell him I wasn't joking. Mm. You know, and then. Um, Wait, you, was, you told me because he was doing bits. Yeah, I mean, like you knew your doorman. Yeah, and very he was well. Like, ah, oh, Jessica. Yeah, I, uh, who is this? Uh, I'm like, no, I swear to God, I need an ambulance. Wait, Wait. he said, who is it? He did yeah, the who yeah. is it? <laughs> yeah. Were you? You must have been screaming. I was screaming. He, yeah. he knew something was wrong. He told my voice, but yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And then I was trying to put on pants because I knew people were going to come to the door. And I couldn't even muster the strength to put on the pants. I was slipping over my blood. Oh boy, that's it a was detail. horrible. Yeah, that's and then I just detail. and then the handyman came and he goes, "Jessica, you gotta stay alive. I need my Christmas bonus." <laughs> I, I don't know if you know he Asian talks guy. like Cheech, right? Right. right. <laughs> hey man, listen, I, I gotta have my Christmas bonus, man. <laughs> but no, he was comforting, and his alcohol-soaked breath was comforting oh. and stuff. But. It was, you know. Oh, you just, told me that. You told me the story, and you were like, you smelled like. Yeah, you smelled great. I love alcohol breath. breath. Yeah, really. Yeah, I don't know. It's soothing for some reason. Come I over like when it. I'm watching a documentary. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you can smell my breath. So, I always like. I think the first girl I made out with that, you know, alcohol breath. breath. So I think. Very, I feel like everything you've said on this podcast would be a delight to psychologically unpack. <laughs> I just don't have the degrees. I know, <laughs> but I'm doing my best. I am a weirdo. So you, and then you got in, and and, and you saved your life. Half a point. Yeah, they just came. And yeah, half a pint left. They bought me in. They, they were told squeezing you blood in. Yeah, and they were saying you should have left the. They should the have left the in. glass in. Yeah, but I was. Who would shocked? Think? Yeah, who would think? Well, next time. Well, <laughs> the reason I honestly the reason when you told me that story, whenever people hear stories of peril, they're they're always thinking, you know, they're listening, but they're also like, how can I avoid this for myself? So people are like, don't sit on glass tables. Sure. I, that's a good message to get out there. Two, it's sometimes okay, better to leave a thing in. Yeah, go and, figure, yeah. right. Um, I wrote an article about it for Men's Health. Uh-huh. Did you um, write it in your own blood? No. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember I sent it to them, and they're like, we laughed, we cried, we winced. Yeah. And then they said, we, we love it. So oh, it I thought nice. they said, we passed. <laughs> no, no, no. That's what, no, that happened with us with this the John Adams thing. Yeah. Um, I was working with this girl, Heidi Hertzon, who used to produce Sarah's show. And she's like, uh, I just got a call from HBO. They said they left out a message on my voicemail. They said, call us immediately. Call mm. us immediately. We got to talk to you. And she's, I'm like, well, why are you calling me? Call them. And she's like, I'm going to call them right now. And they call up and they're like, what is it? What's happening? Like, yeah, we just want to let you know we pass. <laughs> and I'm like, you needed to. Why didn't you just leave it on the machine? Yeah, we don't like to do that. We like to build you up. Uh, oh, boy. I've, I've had that where. I'm sure you have. People, this has probably happened to you, too, where people call from some. This is years ago. 
pre-agent, pre-mandarin. They'd be like, hey, Pete, it's, it's somebody from blah, 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 APA. And I'm like, oh, my God, APA. And uh, and then they're just like, they want someone's phone number. <laughs> that so happens that to happens me to on you. a daily basis happen to you. because I get – people are like – all the time. I mean, yeah. uh, hey, I got this great script, and it's amazing. Yeah. And I was just wondering if you think you could give me Sarah's number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, for, I, every time I fall for it, I'm like, oh, my God, this is it. There's, somebody's giving me a break. And like, yeah, so we're just hoping. Uh, and it happened once on Artie's show. They were like, Dave, Artie's out. And um, I thought they were going to ask me to host, to host the show. And yeah. they're like, do you have Chris Rock's number? I was like, where did that come from? Hurtful. <laughs> like, Hurtful. I've only met him once. Hurtful. The Sarah one I get. Yeah. But um, – and it's always – it's either Sarah or it's um, – you, you know, if I tell them that I've been hanging out with somebody, I'm yeah. like, oh, I met John Ham last night or something. They're like, yeah, can I get his number? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I have a script for him and Patrick Swayze that I really think uh, is going to oh, be – Oh, boy. They have bad news coming their way. <laughs> <laughs> happens all the time. And they're like, oh, there's a part for you too. Well, you <laughs> – We'll find something for you. Well, you almost died. Yeah. And so I did. And then I, I think you I died, died and then I came back. And that's you? why, again, I believe in that. So I don't believe in the afterlife, but I do believe that people dream and they have these you know, visions. So I, th- I don't think I, – I, I know I died and, and came back, but – Do you remember any of Yes, that? I remember that God is Gene Wilder. Come on. I swear to God, that's no. who it was in my dream. You got good casting. Good God I know, casting. And he goes, uh, listen, I'm going to send you back. And no, maybe this get, time, get, okay, stop. you'll be a little wiser. No. St- Just like Charlie and, you know, that you know Willy Wonka would say. I swear to God. I need an, a bullshit-free moment. That is a bullshit-free you moment. You died. You saw Gene Wilder. Yeah. Where? In space. I, you were in outer space. <laughs> yeah. These are details we need. You're yeah. floating? Yeah. And there's Genie Wilds. Is yeah. he dressed like Willy Wonka? No. Is Richard Pryor there? No. <laughs> it's, not, it's not as fun. <laughs> So, and then he, he had one message for you, which is you're going back and you're going to be wiser. You Maybe this time you'll be a little wiser. It's just like what Willy Wonka would say. That's why I'm like, you I don't know, you know, a, is, yeah, you have visions, but I don't, I don't think, I don't. But people that I take strong that, hallucinogens will report back that like archetypes from their life, Willy Wonka being an archetype, would, you know, say something pretty fucking dope. Yeah. You know, and you did get the like, hey, you know, try and learn something. But they this. said I flatlined for a while. You know, I mean, I definitely, so. Yeah, if something happened. Maybe you know. they'll put you in the remake of Flatliners. Do you? Th- I mean, that's cool. I, what I, I meant to say was, <laughs> do you have Sarah's number? Yes. JK, just cow. <laughs> just cow. Just cowing. That's I'm just cowing. What do you think about you don't believe in an afterlife? No, I, I don't. Lights out. No, no, I don't think that. I, but that's I weird, believe more believe like defending your life. Like, I think it's that's more like that. That's an afterlife. Well, yeah, I'm sorry. I believe in that. I just don't believe some people see it when they're dead. What? Like, I think you have a vision, but I don't think... You know how people say, like, I saw my body on the operating... I think sure. it's a dream. Oh, you think that's a dream? Yeah. But... And then when the brain is dead, it's dead? No, I, I, I believe life in goes defending on. your life. Like, you go to another... So there's a soul. Yeah, I definitely There's an awareness that, that yes. uh, exists past the body. Yeah. Which is... What, what do you think? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm into that. I, I just think that Albert Brooks... Movie defending life is the. It's great. That's what I like to believe. But the, the thing that I know in my experience, limited. Uh, well, you know, we all none of us have the full picture. The cosmos or the universe or God or whatever you want to call it seems to have a sense of humor. So when I watch a comedy about like defending your life, great movie. I'm like, this feels right. And when you take mushrooms, I've never taken LSD, but like people say similar things. That thing. Is, is like fucking with you. It's joking with you. It's mischievous. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, Sarah put in her book, because we did acid one time together, and we saw such crazy things yeah. that it is 
interesting how it expands your mind and yeah. there seems like there's another multiverse around yeah, or something. And a and good way to get you to swallow that. Shane Moss, who I'm always quoting whenever we talk about psychedelics, who is amazing and has a new show coming out. You should look that up about psychedelics. Shane Moss, M-A-U-S House. He's amazing. I owe him an email. I'm just now realizing. He uh, he, he would tell me he smokes DMT. Oh, I've heard about that. With the little green monsters? I don't that, uh, that's he, yeah. The DMT it bring it, apparently everybody has the same vision. The green monster. He doesn't have the green little monster. green alley like cute ones, like not monsters. I've but. heard self bouncing basketballs. That's what I've heard. Oh, I've heard little green things, stuff like creatures. this. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. I've heard reports of everybody having the same trip on DMT. That's a, the that same seems, trip, isn't that interesting? That seems to be exaggerated. From oh, what I've so? I've been with Shane when he smoked DMT, and he came back and told me right away what he saw, and it was none of the. The Stargate. It wasn't the aliens calming him down. It was none of that. But I mean, so much of it is translingual, so he couldn't explain it anyway. It was a weird night for for all of us. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't smoke it. I, I mean, I'm not saying that. Is it be, a, something you smoke? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. That's know that. part of it. Is it's not just like acid that you put in your mouth. Yeah, or, that's what I thought it was. You have to take three long, hard hits of a very acrid. Oof. Smoke. So a lot of people can only get two, and then you just have what has been described as, "Whoops, I took too many mushrooms," and it's unpleasant. Oh, God. but if you take three, you go into. But it only lasts like fifteen minutes, right? It's not like a four-hour trip like mushrooms. That's or... the big sailing point. Is it, Terrence McKenna and all these guys would be like, "We can make the case for psychedelics in fifteen minutes." You have fifteen minutes, and then they give you the strongest one yeah, in wow. the world. Oh. It's insane. Uh, how did we get here? I wanted to know. You think? Oh, but. He would say that he sees like cartoons, like, you know, real like Mickey Mouse stuff where they would explain the secrets of the universe through animation because they were trying to keep you grounded in the craziest place on earth. So here you are. That's what I saw. In the afterlife place. Cartoonish stuff. Cartoon on what? On acid. Yeah. In Washington Square Park. All the flowers lit up like cartoons. That sounds awesome. Yeah. So the rest of it was horrible. Is that right? I wish. Oh, I wanted to die. A bad time. <laughs> it was just too much. It's twelve hours long. It's a nightmare. Yeah, you just want it to end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. Take less. We were with like homeless people. Yeah. Well, no, she fooled me. Like, well, I'll never forget it. We we were. I met her at the comedy cellar. <gasps> this, you know, this is twenty years ago, <laughs> and she, I was drunk. I came there drunk. I was already drinking Same. tequila. Set and, and setting, then she buddy. goes, "Hey, look what I got." Yeah. And she just had him like, "Yeah, let's do it." Yeah, of course. It was like that. I can't believe you had a bad trip. I'm, yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm just I deserved counting. it. I'm just counting. <laughs> <laughs> so dead, maybe not over. Maybe you're with Meryl Streep and you're explaining why you should go back. Yeah, I think you go to a – you get I, – I, it makes sense. You get judged. Sometimes you come back and then um, – It's a reincarnation you know, model. You need to be able to move on. More to learn. Oh, it's just, What's a karma model? All those other planets and stuff. I mean there's got to be – Something. Yeah, right? You're in, oh, sure. Who are you talking to? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but what about God? Is there a God? I'm still not sure about that one. Yeah. I mean, certainly I was brought up that way that there was, you know, because I was a very, a very Jewish God. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. brought up kosher and yeah. stuff like that. Is that, that right? So, yeah. Hmm. Um, but yeah, we were very kosher religious. Chicken, delicious. So I believed in God, and I, I believed chicken. I had a special relationship with God. Is that right? Yeah. What does that mean? I don't know, but I lost it. I believed that. I would talk to him, and he was helping me, and we would go over my career path and stuff like that. Like, I oh, really... so into your twenties, thirties, yeah. And, and then you... after things got disappointed, I didn't. I believe there wasn't uh, one. Interesting. So oh, I, you had the prosperity god. I guess as long as it was paying out, you believed in that. Well, I don't mean that. That yeah, no, sounds no, no, judgmental. I, I, yeah, no, I just no, mean, no, I didn't mean like. Yeah, the I, reason I know that god is because I had that god. 
I was like, everything is great. Then I got divorced, and I was like, fuck this guy. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, he was playing with me the whole time. Yeah. No. Then I just think he wasn't even that. I I don't know who was I talking to. You know, like and and then and then you know, just I always think of the Woody Allen. You know, Hannah and her sister, like, why did God create Nazis? You know, and then he's yeah. like, how do I know why God created Nazis? I don't know how the can opener works. Yeah, <laughs> interesting. Why should anything exist? Yeah. Nazis or flowers. I mean, it's all. But that's, yeah, that's, that's and, you know, I guess when you get older, you get a little more suspicious. And, you know, why did God create Nazis? Why why is there so much suffering? How can there be? A, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I like Woody Allen movies. And, yeah. and then you start to question, you know, he's an intellect and, like, pain. Maybe he's. Onto something, and I go back and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not just because good things happen or bad things. Just, but why does anything happen? I think that—that's yeah. what I mean. Is Nazis or, or you know, tick? I'm uh, also on the belief that, um, you know, that there's if there's there's no hell, but maybe this is hell. Oh, that's a good for one. everybody, and we're all down here. But that's but hell, and then there's people that do well, like a Donald Trump, you know, in hell <laughs> or something. You know, I'm just saying they make hell their own, and they own it. Well, they yeah. literally own quite a bit of it. Yeah. <laughs> I have a Donald Trump joke. You want to hear it? Of course I do. We've always wanted a president you could get a beer with, right? Yeah. But how about a president who seems like he's had three beers? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's like part of his appeal. It's like, this guy's drunk. Yeah. I, I, I don't think he has any appeal, by the way. I don't think I have to say that. But I think that people are like, I think there was a weird a, guy at a party that kept I, talking about. I think he would he was be racist. very charming yeah. if I met him in person. Oh, I don't think so. Things. You don't? I like that you're open to that. Yeah. That's, that's nice. Well, that's why I've never, I didn't. George Bush, I think, is one of the worst presidents we ever had. And but would I want to have w? a beer with that guy? Absolutely. Well, that's W. Yeah, that's just presidency. I mean, yeah. No, but he looks like he like I like to believe in Harold and Kumar too. That that's what he was like. That he's like getting high and there's having a no, beer. There's but. no president I I wouldn't want to meet. Politics aside, that's it, an excellent point. You're absolutely there, right. There's just some maybe Jimmy Carter at this point. I wouldn't want to meet. I don't know about that guy. <laughs> I used to want him. I thought he was an excellent ex-president. Uh, but then, uh, you know, he really doesn't care for the. He Hebrews. made me make a fart sound. I've never done that on the <laughs> oh, show really? before. I've, I've done a lot for you that you've never done. Episodes, yet. The, the breakup, over three hundred episodes. Yeah, farting. What breakup? The breakup in the show in the TV in the picture we did together. The when you couldn't, you know, uh, left. Sure, sure, sure. Two sure, things. Sure, sure, two things. Yeah, you know, the picture. The picture we were working on. <laughs> that's what I like to call it. Uh, Pete and I are working on a picture together, and. Uh, I'm excited about uh, we've we've just had two hours. I don't know wow. if you felt. I've that. never done a podcast that's two hours long before. Well, you just did, and you killed it. And it was I a hope delight. so. I hope that you were happy with oh, it. Oh, we don't have to wrap up. I'm just saying, just know no. that we can end now at any moment. Oh well, whatever you want to do. I <laughs> I feel relaxed and we, comfortable. You're I know, a wonderful that's, interviewer. That's the key of the two hours. Man. I hope I didn't talk too much. No, you know, it was I, wonderful. It was wonderful. It was really you're you know we've just started becoming friends. Yes. And, you're a nice guy. Well, you're a, you're a nice guy. You're a good man. You're very interesting, and I, I don't want to give you. I, I I'm a I'm a believer. I'm into it, man. It's funny when you meet a new guy friend. You know how, how that is. It's always like a little awkward. Too. Oh, sure. And uh, like you know, it's a, but it's but it's also nice. You know, but it's a you know right. Straight guys always get a little nervous. Well, straight, you know? <laughs> straight single men meeting women. At least you know there's like milestones. It's like did we have sex or like did we make out right, or right. kiss as you say. With two fellas, it's like, what do you do? We went to a ball game. Oh, right, right. Second it's base. It's always a little, like, I've always felt that if going I Going to a ball game is second base. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, that's why I always thought Atel and I would have had sex for sure if I was a girl, you know. Oh, like, interesting. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we I mean, I, well, Timothy Leary and uh, Richard Alpert, uh, Ram Dass and Timothy Leary, talk about that. Uh, these, okay. are, these are two heroes of mine, and... 
they they just talked about how they had a very marital type relationship. Uh, they one of them was gay and one of them wasn't. Oh, I didn't. Cause I never heard of the second guy, Richard. Richard Albert Ramdas. Yeah, I don't know him. Yeah, he's a good one. Obviously, no Timothy Leary. Timothy Leary. Yeah, he's a Moody Blues song. Yeah, Timothy. Right. I forget how it goes. I like those guys. I like their later stuff. Who the Moody Blues? Yeah, I like that Gemini Dream. They were too Things grumpy, like that. too moody. Do you, I'm just I can't believe I walked right into it. Yeah, too. you sure did. <laughs> just like the having kids is too scary. Okay. Boy, I've trapped you many times. I'm just kidding. Yeah, That's not the point right. here. It's the same place. Uh, the question that we always close on because we talk about death and God and all. Oh, you do. Yeah, that's oh, how so we always end. This wasn't off no, no, the no. norm or anything. around the end. We we went three to one forty five before we got to God because, you know, sometimes the person is more interesting than maybe talking about theology for half an hour. Uh, we we certainly could if you want. I feel good on the God part. We then to cleanse the palate. We I ask, what is the time you laughed the hardest? Ooh, that's good. That's a good one. God, that's a great question. Well, I'm a really good audience. Yes, you are. And I'm I'm really good about laughing. I'm you know, I think that's why my friends like me in the audience because I, sure. I I will laugh. I mean, yeah, I'm yeah, really yeah. good. I'm not yeah. snobby or anything. Easy laugh. And um, you know, I mean, there's probably a time when a tell has made me laugh the hardest, but I can't Yeah. I, I can't think about which particular time it was. And it probably wasn't when he was on stage. It's probably something right. I mean, I left the hardest the other day. I was out to dinner with Artie Lang, yeah, and um, and you know how funny he is now. What I happened? Mean, uh, yeah, <laughs> and we were uh, at the restaurant, and he he just went to the uh, manager, and he goes, "Can I ask you a question? Do you know who the president was when I ordered that chocolate milk?" <laughs> and that made me laugh so hard for days. You know, like I kept remembering it. <laughs> And it's a chocolate so, milk. It's a chocolate milk. Who cares? And the manager stared at him, and then until he realized that was really funny. That's you so know what a funny good. way of putting. Where the hell is my chocolate yeah, milk? Yeah, <laughs> do you know who the president was? When and the I way he just said it, milk. just so nonsense. The way he just came well, up jokes with that. Slip out of Artie like diarrhea. Don't they? That's why you like him it's so much. So that's why you've made even a bigger part for him, right? Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. look at this guy. He's unbelievable. He's, he's kind of a mess. But God, he's so quick. Yeah, he's so he's quick. He's so amazing. And he's got a big heart and a good such, brain. Oh my God. He's, a, he's been such a good friend. Oh yeah. You know, he's we awesome. met many, many years ago. We've just actually becoming friends again mm. in the past couple of years. Yeah. And we're really close now. And um it's great because he's so great. I just want him to be healthy. We all do. Yeah. yeah everybody yeah, yeah. does. We all, we're, we're a little worried. It is an interesting friend and I would say this if you were sitting right there. It's like we love him and yeah. like but he's he one knows of those people that. that you want to be you want to make sure he knows. We love you. We love yeah. you. Please, please, please stay stay on uh, this side of things cuz we we like you here. I know and it's it it's tough for me too because we used to party together all the time. So it's always mm. difficult, you know, and I still could do that stuff. I try not to drink in front of him or anything, you know. I just, What's funny because you shouldn't be like that, but I can't help it. Well, I when I was dancing it. with my sweaty shirt at the dance, uh, at the rap party, I was like, "It's interesting." Somebody told me already was there, but he was only there briefly, and I was conflicted. I was like, "I kind of don't feel great that he's going to see." You know, I'm at an office party. I mean, I love all those people, but yeah. it's an office party. You're going to have a few bourbons before well, you, before you dance. Yeah, but uh, I wasn't crazy about. I know you definitely feel conflicted. You don't. You don't want to. He, he, be, he doesn't he want left. you to be not drinking because he's there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yet, you know, you don't. Yeah, I, I know how you feel. There's I, I'm a part, never sure what to do. There's a part in the show where I, I'm proud of. It's, I guess it's a spoiler, but it's my own show, so who cares? Where I'm kind of appealing to his sobriety, and and it's interesting when you're kind of like 
well, let's go get a milkshake. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have... It's funny the things you can be like, let's go see a movie. You know what I mean? Like, when an addict wants to yeah. relapse. I mean, you don't want to be, you know, rude about it either. Like, in the, in the sense of just... Mm, you know, pretending like you don't have to be that way around me. You know, like I, I don't want to be like that either. Yeah. You know, it's kind of, but I know what you mean. Yeah. I never know how to do it the right way. You know, but there's the, a couple people that I used to, you know, that I do drugs with or whatever, like this one kid in particular, and we would be doing blow like in the bathroom or something. And then I, I told him one day, I said, listen, um, and he said this was really affecting him. Now he runs a, you know, a house to, to help people oh, wow. in Los Angeles. And um, I told him one day while we were doing, it, I'm like, Listen, there's a right way and a wrong way to do drugs, and you're doing it the wrong way. Wow. And it's hard to tell somebody that when you're doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But he was doing it wrong. wrong. <laughs> like he was doing you know too what much I... and too weird ones. And Well, this goes into the, the mind of the addict, which is, which is you and I are both grateful that we don't have – some people have it for coffee or sex or, right, right. or, or and, and drugs. You I know? have a gambling problem like that. You have a gambling problem. There you go. So you know what it's like to be addicted to something. Yeah. I'm grateful that I can follow the advice that I got from Emily Gordon, who... Do you know Kumail Nanjiani? It's his wife, wonderful wife. What's his name? Kumail Nanjiani. You don't Wait, know. Is that the guy from The Big Bang Theory? No. Oh, no, no, <laughs> Sorry. no. Uh, that's racist. He, he's on... No, he's... No, there... I, I don't know... <laughs> isn't his name similar? I don't know Big Bang Theory, but he's on oh. Silicon Valley. Oh, okay. He's on Silicon Valley Theory. <laughs> Boy, that was terrible. But anyway, uh, Emily was like, drugs are sometimes food. And I, I'm not a big drug person, but like, if you are going to smoke a little weed, it's like it's a treat. It's we actually wrote that into the into an episode too. It's like uh, weed can be a little nice, nice, like getting an ice cream sundae or something. Well, a lot of the times, but if you're smoking a big bag of it every morning, no, no, that's horrible. Might, Why don't do that? You might want to look. I'm a you know I'm a casual you, user, right, right. People, but listen. that's the way I bonded with a lot of these people mm. was through definitely through weed. I mean, that's why Sarah and I completely bonded. Mm. And uh, you know, possibly other drugs. You know, well, I bet you're hilarious, high. You no, no. I I think I talk. I talk more. Or you're good at (laughs) laughing. Or I I bet that's great. But you see, you and uh, Todd Glass, Todd Sarah loves Todd as well. These are guys that are like fun to be high with. You just please the hardest I ever laughed with Todd Glass for years. People were telling me. Todd Glass, you know, Sarah would always be Todd Glass. So, you know, he'd be on Jimmy Kimmel. And I'm like, I don't get it. Yeah. Okay. I have no idea. This guy is not funny to me. I don't get what you're saying. And then one day, and only a couple years ago, like maybe five years ago, uh. he came to New York and we hung out and I never laughed so hard. Yes. That's, you just answered my question. That's it. He made me laugh He'll so hard. And the next day I said to Sarah, I understand I now. You're converted. But you cannot tell a person from the outside by watching his stand-up or watching him on TV I completely why agree. he's funny. Yeah. He was doing a bit where he was trying to leave the room. And it was making me laugh so hard, I, I thought I was going to have a heart attack. It was, it was the stupidest thing I've ever seen. And it was driving me <laughs> That's crazy. That's what it is. He can make... I can't open this jar. Funny. And here is the thing that we were talking about, which was so great. A guy like that, and I, I maybe people think of this, a guy like that that's joking around all the time. Then we became really friendly, and we, we had really good, serious talks, mm. like on the phone or in the car. And, and that was even better. Because when a guy like that is so funny, and then you can be real with them, like you're really, then you're really close friends, you mm-hmm. know? And that's the best part is like when Atel and I first started hanging out or something, you know, obviously he makes me laugh so much. But then when we would get serious and have real conversations, 
it was the best. Yeah, when yeah, somebody yeah. that funny, who's always funny all the time, Cracks gets in. real, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, that's a real bonding for sure form of friendship. For you know, sure. that's wonderful. Yeah, I hear that. I feel like I think that's why I become friends with a lot of people I do the podcast with. Oh, that makes sense. It's weird because you're like, having oh, really we good did that conversations. Yeah, we did that I mean, thing. it doesn't feel like anybody's listening right now. We're just having a conversation, and that's the best kind of podcast to be. Yeah. So you do a really good job at making it casual. Yeah, I mean, we spoke like for two hours, this, and it was nothing. It was wonderful. I mean, I had a good time. I hope it. You know, I hope your listeners like it. Again, I can take, well, I mean, <laughs> just kidding. Well, I'm kidding. not kidding. I was kidding. I, I was a no, joke. I know you were. I know you were. But I, I swear, I could talk about it because. No, I've no. never seen anything like it. I mean, even when you see the movies, when they depict people like that, it's not like. I mean, you you <laughs> were on. a workhorse. I don't you, need. Uh, and, <laughs> no, I'm serious. I've never seen anybody just not complain and like not be like, "Come on, let's get this." I mean, even when I was working with Smigel. I mean, that guy's a mess. He's the yeah. exact opposite. I um, mean, he's a genius, but he's, you yeah, know, yeah, he's yeah. like, but people you know, even Sarah. I mean, Sarah. I mean, her set's not uptight or anything, but sure. she gets. You know, anxious. You guys did and, more episodes, though. I wonder, like, you know, we did eight total, and I think that was a nice. But thing. you're into it. You're like, you're, you're <laughs> get, you're get, like, this is great. Yeah, I have this show. This is wonderful, and you're, but you are the producer, you're the executive producer, you're the writer, and you're the actor. This and a really lot of times, when you have all those hats, you just get angry. You're like, can we? Plus, let alone the director that I was working with, he's known for making a lot of takes. Yeah, and the crew was telling me, that. yeah, like, yeah. He's a lovely guy. I mean, yeah. absolutely lovely. On your show, yeah. Uh, what, our show, yeah, yeah, you're, the, our director Ryan, yeah, Ryan, yeah, lovely guy, but yeah. uh, he's known for doing a lot of takes, yeah. So he, certainly, at one point, you could be like, "I think we got it." Right. I've <laughs> never seen a star, a producer, a writer, not be like Ryan. Whatever you say, yeah. I mean, that's that's a wonderful way to be. And I, I mean, I've been on a lot of sets. Oh, you you mean I did say I think we got it. No, no, you oh. never complained. Oh, you let complain. him do his thing. No. You would have changed a line a couple times, like let's do it this way. But I mean, which is, but you did it so calmly. And I think if somebody <laughs> said, "Are you sure?" you would be like, "Well, what do you think?" I mean, you're laughing, I, but I, I, I'm I've laughing been on a, that I made you do this a third time. <laughs> no, no, but I wanted to talk about it more, and I felt bad about talking about it more. And I really, you can see, I really want to get it yeah, out. That's very nice because the people should know that it, it's it. it it's a it lovely was, set to work on. It was a good on. set. It was a good crew, and and we we all had a good time. I don't think there was one person. Well, how about like, that sound guy that was so angry when I was in the towel? The boom guy. Yeah, Frankie. He was so angry. He's like, "Well, how the hell am I supposed to make a towel?" And then um, he turned out to be the greatest guy. Do you know yeah. he worked on Trading Places? He worked on Goodfellas. Isn't that cool? Yeah. yeah. So when I uh, later when we were in, I was do, when he had his tent where uh, me and Steve were just in the background. I was doing trading places like I was like, do you know where I've been for the past 24 <laughs> hours? Those men want that upside. He came in running. He goes, who was doing the Dan Aykroyd? Uh, I was working that movie. And that guy was fascinating. I love No Frankie. wonder he's so angry about the boom. No, he's been, you know, he's seen it all. We call him the legend. Yeah, he he's really is. He's great. He worked on Goodfellas. You didn't even tell me yeah, that. That's amazing. Yeah. No, we worked. It's funny. You talk to anybody on the set. Like my stand-in, Brian, you talk to him a little bit. And he's like, I was a stand-in for Will Ferrell on this and this and this. And they, like everybody had cool That's a stories. strange job. Remember I got into a stand-in. fight with my stand-in. You did? Yeah. Remember I told you. He oh, wanted yeah. to ride home. I was furious. I had explosive diarrhea. I needed to get home as soon as possible. What is this guy? What is he, do- what is he doing in my van? Fortunately, the, the teamster I had the night before, he goes, I'm not driving you to the Bronx. Like, <laughs> I'll drop you off at Grand Central. And I'm like, I guess I'm okay with that. Because I just needed to get home immediately. Because the waffle truck came by, remember? Oh. 
and I had the waffle of mass destruction, and it is named appropriately. I don't mind telling you. And then a vanilla latte? Forget about it. It was ridiculous. All that food there? I didn't know the waffle truck was coming by. <laughs> they even put on my thing, Jersey Devil Guy. Oh, no way. <laughs> yeah, because I was wearing that Jersey Devil shirt, oh, you know, whatever. Fine. That was on fine. my... I was going to take a picture of it. I love it. I'm glad I didn't, because it would remind me of the diarrhea. But... uh <laughs> But there's nothing – it was funny because I told everybody I was going to get into a fight with my stand-in when I found out I had a stand-in yeah. as a joke. Yeah, and then but then it did. happened. And then he did. What are the odds of that? I just wanted it to be like that Seinfeld episode. You know, the guy gets in the fight with the guy playing Kramer. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. What's funnier than that? Nothing is funnier than that. And when it says did. it in the credits, George gets into a fight with the guy playing Kramer. I'm like, yeah. that already sounds funny. Before I saw it, I'm like, yeah. that's going to be the funniest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you you lived it. I had um, – And I then did you a, go home and write about George Washington. <laughs> That's what I do. But this George Washington, I got a, I got a nice thing that uh, this is going to work out. <laughs> Living the most you interesting the work, life. The, uh, the old-fashioned typewriter, <laughs> yeah, with too. With a single finger. <laughs> <laughs> Interior. Gloucester Tavern. <laughs> I wish we were kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, do you, baby. Don't do me. I'll do me. <laughs> But then I, I I did a show once called The Crusaders of Silence. It was a pilot that I'd made. Um, and I, the whole thing was the credit that I wanted the thing to read. Um, Wycheck, you know, loses his, transport, his teleportation device to the evil something while he also has to put on a show of, for the Mikado, for the shoe, like the school. Like I, the wording in the, in the thing you get on the info thing, yes, maybe. I would think somebody would watch. I'm like, okay, I want to watch that. That's great. Because um, – you know, it was fun. It's on. It, we didn't. Nobody liked it. <laughs> it was supposed to be a cross between Land of the Lost and Baywatch. Yeah. And uh, you know, we were, I wanted it on Saturday nights, you know, or something <laughs> like that. Dave Cross was in it too, Aww. and um, it was just hot girls. And I was a professor, and I built a tra- teleportation device. And then this drag queen, Lady Bunny, was trying to steal like the old fashioned Croft things, where it was always a drag queen that was the evil person. That's perfect. And she was trying to take it. You know, rule the universe. That silly. is the old. And my, I keep losing my students on planets. You know, and I have to go get them back. Like, yeah, I always thought it was great when the teacher had his students and they help with the mission. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, I always enjoying that. Oh, is that what that? I never yeah, yeah. watched that. Ah, that's that's the that's the style. Oh, it is. You oh, get, you got. Oh, maybe that's why nobody liked it. You got scooped. You I got guess so. By, uh, yeah, I think I did it before Futurama. Farnsworth. I, I can't remember. Thing. But that's why I like The Greatest American Hero and things like that. Anywhere where the students help the – and that's why, of course, Look Well. Do you ever see the pilot? No. No? No. Oh, my God. This is the greatest pilot ever. It's Smigel and, <laughs> um, and Conan O'Brien. Uh-huh. And they made this pilot called Look Well. They wanted to make it a TV series. Sure. It's the greatest pilot I've ever seen in my life. Um, it's definitely on YouTube now, but it wasn't. I used to show it to people because Dave Cross gave me a copy of it. Uh-huh. And that – was one of the few times I laughed hardest in my life. Look well. Crying, slapping the table. No way. Adam West. I'm literally taking my phone out to email that to myself. Oh, yes. Do you want to hear brilliant. the text? From, do you want to hear the text from my mother? Yes, I do. More than anything, actually. <laughs> uh, she's so. She's Where a, are you? She's from, is she living? You're from Massachusetts? Boston. Yeah, she's in Arlington, Massachusetts. Oh. Is she nice? Do you like her? Do you get along with her? We do. Uh, we've always had a very special and close relationship, and whether or not. Is your father still alive? That was always psychologically healthy. It was yet to be determined. Uh, yeah, my father's still around. They're divorced, though? Unfortunately, no. Oh. <laughs> um, she begged my parents to get divorced. Ra, 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 hisumba, that's so great. Oh, she watched the video I sent her. Oh, that's great. 
She never... Was it a video of the 360 at the Boston Club? Or the... It was a video. It's one of... This is kind of weird to plug, I guess. I always want to Facebook these things, but um, I don't know. Maybe I should just live more boldly. Sometimes I do. But I don't want to feel like I'm preaching on Facebook, and so many people do that. I but totally it, understand that. Richard Rohr, <laughs> it's a video about the cosmic Christ. If you're interested, it's one of my favorite videos. I know. Well, I, mean, yeah, I'm just I know you're a Jew. Well, no, I'm saying where – no, I don't care about that. I'm saying where is it – what, what is it? It's on mean? YouTube. The cosmic Christ is – Jesus is the person, and then Christ is this idea of this universal thing that's always been. That, that's just awareness. That's just – what it is, the, the unspeakable. When the Big Bang happened, yeah. that was the introduction. Of the, here, as a, as a good Jew, you'll enjoy this. On the first day, God, in the creation story, we all know God said, let there be light, right? Yeah. And then whenever people hear that story, we think that's the sun and the moon and the stars. That was day four. Oh. Let there be light meant let there be, let there be manifestation, let there be the expression of this thing that we call God. I think that's, that's the way the I always Cosmic thought Christ. about it. Well, there you go. Yeah, you're, I you're, never thought about the sun. I just thought let there be light means exactly that, what you just said. But I don't think a lot of people that, – that's very impressive to me. That's what this video is. It's this brilliant, A guy like explaining guy. all that? I'm not Catholic, and I, I mentioned that because he's a Franciscan. He did the podcast. He was amazing. Oh, that's awesome to have somebody like that. Oh, I love it. It's oh. one of my favorite episodes. And I, I just sent my mom the link. Here's a couple problems with that. One, my mom's going to click a link. Yeah. I just knew I've she told was my mother do not it. to ever do that uh, to, until she talks to me first. Well, she's on case. the iPhone, and, and I just see her in the car with my father, and my dad's driving, and he's got Roy Orbison playing. He's like, <laughs> I mean, uh, we got to get to legal see first, And like swerving. He, he's such a crazy old man driver. And there's my mom trying to watch this like deep kind of meaning of life video, and she can't hear it. And I'm like, it's going to be lost. Then she watched. That's a success. Oh. One of the great pains in my life is that I'm always – I can't stop trying to help people. I know that sounds like, oh, no, so great. But I actually do need to learn when to, like, walk away. That's why this podcast is great because I can infuse it with all the advice and the things that are impacting me. Because I happen to be the type of person that enjoys advice. I'm a help me person. Can you help me? Do you have a tip, a mantra, an idea that helped you? Because I need it. I want it. But a lot of people aren't that way. They're like, I got it. I want, I like this and I like this and leave me the fuck alone. Yet I keep sending these people books. <laughs> nice. So you were brought up nice because I like, want. Well, I want them to be in my class. It's it's not that I'm in a better place. I'm just in another classroom. It's not better. It's just across the hall. I'm always inviting my mother to come into that classroom. Oh, I like that. And when she does, she loves it. But then I lose her again. And then she right, always right, goes right. back to the other classroom. Because um, to quote Richard Rohr in that video, we would rather die than change. That's that's what he. Well, talks about. yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, with your experience with women, <laughs> Ooh, suicide <laughs> joke. <laughs> As I'm talking about the cosmic Christ, then I burn the tragedy of your life. Oh, no, sorry. like I said, it's all good. You know, some of them would send me pot to smoke at their funerals. Is that true? Yeah. No way. <laughs> no way. One. Like, yeah. When you, when I die, yeah, she wanted out. She just she wow. was like, "Listen, I'm going to check out. I'll see you later." Wow. I'm doing it like Damone from Fast yeah, Times, I but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Well, that was the text from my mother, and I, I'm gonna lo- I'm gonna watch Look Well. Oh, you have to. I mean, it's amazing. It's Adam West, and he plays this uh, guy that used to have a, a TV show. You know, like one of those Bannigans or Bennigan, you know, Banachek and all those yeah. ones that were there on the '70s. And now he's you know still trying to get a show, but he also is an acting teacher. But he also solve, tries to solve crimes. You know, I because he used I to can. play. I got. I'm just gonna watch. And he's it. brilliant. Don't. And and I have. Talk to I'm not going to tell you anything. Yeah. But I've, I've talked to Smigel and the people at Conan, not Conan, yeah. but the people that 
you know, used to write. And I said to Smigel, does Adam West understand or does he not? And Smigel says, no, he absolutely gets it. And then I talk to the writers of Conan and they say he does not get it. I'm still confused. When you see it, you'll understand what I'm saying. I, <laughs> you know, I, I, I know old Conzi. If I'm going to watch this, I'll find out and then I'll let you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, please. Conan would well, know, I right? Think na- well, he, no? his people said he, that they've talked to him and he said he doesn't get it. Oh, okay. Right. We'll of course, you know Conan really well, right? So what, what, how have you not seen this? I don't know. I mean, I'm sure he still says mostly, it's like one of the best things he's ever done. He mostly just yells at me. Oh. <laughs> he it seems like that kind of guy. One of the greatest uh, thrills of my life. He is the sweet, he's sweet as pie. I have no yeah. dirt on Conan whatsoever. But one of the greatest moments of my life was at the upfronts when we were doing my talk show. And then I got in a car with him and Sona, his assistant and friend. And uh, he just railed about how badly I did. Because I had to do stand-up and I had to explain the show and, and it went well. But then in the car, he wouldn't stop wow. talking about what a nightmare it was. Wow. And what a mistake he was making. It was so funny. But, I mean, but he did it like for real? I, no, 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 no. It wasn't for real at all. That's it, like it he was, was so nice. Like yeah, yeah. if it really had gone badly, he would have been like, "That was good." I oh right, and, right. You know, he'd be sweating. Point, yeah. But he it went well enough that he was just like, "I don't know what I was thinking." That you went up there and you're babbling like a, <laughs> like a brook. I mean, you've embarrassed us all. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious! It, it was right, great. Right. <laughs> it, it was a, it was a very fun moment. And now you've made me look back. I'm like, was he serious? <laughs> no, no, no. no, no. After what you just told me, I realized he wasn't serious. I'm just right. kidding. Well, I'll check it out. I will check that out. Oh yeah, I have nice. no insider info for you though. No, that's okay. I don't need any now because now – well, I still don't know. But I mean now this is like 20 years later and yeah. now he's on Family Guy. So clearly he, he must get it at this point, I guess. Adam West? Something. Yeah. Adam West, I think like And they, I like think they Shatner. got him from this. Shatner yeah, yeah. and Adam West just figured out, hey, everyone's laughing at me. Like, uh, Well, remember how angry he was that he wasn't, able, that he wasn't up for playing Batman you know, with M- Michael Keaton? Oh, how right. angry he yeah, was. Yeah, he's yeah. like, how could I not be considered? Yeah. And like, how do you not get it? So that's why you no. have to ask the question. But this, he's brilliant. Well, you know, I, have, I have that feeling about a lot of people. I, I've had that thought with a lot of comedians where I'm like, oh, it's not a bad thing. I'm just like, you are funny unintentionally. And that's okay. Yeah. A lot of people that I don't want to say them because it'll sound like I'm talking shit, but like there are people like that. I think William Shatner and Adam West are those guys that got it. Brody Finally. St- Brody Stevens, I think, was one of those people Excellent that's kind point. of like, I don't know why, I'm just being me. But then he merged with it and yeah. was like, I'll give you more of what you seem to find he so funny. He is an interesting fellow as well. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't I be considered for Batman? 818. <laughs> Put the signal in the sky. I know Don Mattingly. <laughs> uh, I wish you were more famous. than He will be. It's just a matter oh, of time. I, I just meant like then I could use that impression. More. Oh, right. <laughs> I feel that way with people in my office. Yeah. You know, I don't, I'm like, damn, if they were famous, this would be really good for me. Oh, that's great. Well, I feel good. Do you feel satisfied? I do. Thank you for doing it. No, thank you for having me. Seriously, yeah. it's an honor. I know this is a very popular podcast. This is a Yeah, I hope so. I really, I really appreciate it. When you asked, I didn't actually think it was going to happen. I'll tell you why I didn't ask right away. Is because I have been... Complete like oh, uh, no other experience left me at zero like doing this show. You don't have to explain that. Yeah, but God. I'm excited. In fact, I was I was pretending I told Sarah. I'm like, he's not texting me back. What is he doing? Ah, what is he that's doing? That's so. I mean, I know you were ridiculous, but I busy. I was getting really worried that the podcast. I've been very proud that I never missed an episode. Yeah, right? it's amazing. So I didn't miss one during this, but then I started to notice some of the episodes. I was just like, man, I'm just not as engaged as I'd like to be. 
I thought the guests were wonderful. It's just a criticism of myself. And I was like, I need to take some time off. Not because I just want to fucking relax. I don't. But because I felt empty. And then I was like, I think Jaskow oh, might be the guy. Get out of here. Because I, I was going to put out a repeat this Wednesday, but instead we'll put out this, and then I'll be back in L.A., and I'll be back in... I know. I'm sorry you have to leave. Everybody, all my friends are leaving town. It was uh, so, it's a bummer. That su- last Sunday was amazing. It was great that we were all in New York, you know, because yeah. I don't really come out to L.A. that often. Yeah. So that, everybody's le- everybody at that table is leaving. I know. It's a bummer. But I'm glad you uh, you kept the streak going. You kept kept me alive in the podcast. Oh, I'm so glad. For once, you kept something alive. Yeah, can you believe it? That's three. So everything's three, turning around for me. Three dark jokes about your the show. summer of Jusco. I <laughs> <laughs> shouldn't make it's my year. Shouldn't make jokes like that. All right. Well, thank you, man. Will you say keep thank it you. crispy? It's how we end. Oh, okay. Keep it crispy. <laughs> can you say it as the guy who puppeted Gabo? Uh, uh, yeah. Keep it crispy. <laughs> oh, Gabo. Keep it crispy. Gabo, stop. <laughs> that ought to hold a little bastards for a while. What? All I said was that ought to hold a little bastards for a while. Oh, all I said. You do a great gamble. Yeah, thank you. And you don't really look like him. You look like Nicholas That's Cage. okay. I don't mind. Thanks, man. Thanks. <laughs> Now leaving Nerdist.com. 